0: test test one two three four syphilis syphilis
1: (laughs) i never get tired of that joke i still think that's funny back when snl was good yeah mike cyber radio is an independent podcast the views and opinions expressed are those of the host and the guests only and do not necessarily reflect those of any broadcasters that any of us either have been am now or will be affiliated with enjoy the show And welcome back to Mike Seibert Radio. I am your host. If you'd like to get a hold of me, I am at Mike Seibert Radio. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and write into the mailbag, MikeSybertRadio at gmail.com. And the spelling on all that is S-E-I-B-E rt just like it sounds and i think for now i'm gonna pass on being a part of the quote-unquote volunteer news staff at sabertron.com this is the podcast radio show where i talk about stuff and things that are on my mind every week it's a pop culture show from seattle featuring interviews independent artists and occasionally more All right, so we are hanging out in the KGRG studios once again, and my guest um, returning—actually, you know what, Uh, a quick programming note— Initially if you listen to my last episode this was supposed to be the uh Shitlords and Friends reunion show with uh with myself and Dave and Killing spree but uh due to uh, poor scheduling on my side of uh, we've rejuggled a couple things and joining me right now uh on solo is uh is Killing spree how you doing dude doing all right
0: <laughs> some <laughs> movies that we didn't get to talk about sucked
1: yeah, no kidding. So yeah, so uh, so basically this is, um, you know, we, we talked about three episodes coming up in December. One, we're going to uh, have the Shitlord's Reunion show uh, with me, Killing Spree, and Dave, like I just mentioned. Uh, plus, I'm going to get back in touch with Dave, and uh, he and I are going to talk about uh, TV shows. Uh, which and- were
0: good, which were stupid.
1: Pretty much, it, well, it's going to be more or less the the reflection of what you and I are doing here. Okay, um, and so now we're talking about uh, 2018 movies, what what uh, what we liked, what we didn't like, a couple honorable mentions, and we're going to look ahead uh, to what's coming up in uh, 2019.
0: So, yeah, I was listening to
1: you and Dave's
0: uh, fall preview TV show, and I was like, I could we could rip this off for movies.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, it really is kind of like the same type of format. And, it, and it's kind of funny because I think every time we've done a show in December-ish, it ends up kind of being that accidental... Um, Isn't
0: that what The Last Jedi Review became, or did we do that in two parts? Um,
1: oh, I I, th- I think we... I don't remember what we did, but I know during that recording session, we talked about Star Wars The Last Jedi, and then at the end of it, Yeah, we kind of because we kind of put out like our uh, top couple movies that that we were uh, that we liked and maybe some stuff that we were looking forward to, but it was either that or uh, Kong.
0: I remember Kong. We were. Bullshit about something that had nothing to do with King Kong
1: Yeah, well, and I I also Remember a couple few different episodes Where you and I just cracked open The Wikipedia and just read Down the list for
0: I think that's what we did last uh, December
1: Oh, okay, gotcha Um, So we're we're doing kind of the same Thing here, but I, uh I, I, I planned a little better ahead this time so I'm not gonna crane my neck trying to read the computer screen instead I'm gonna fold papers for right. uh, things like that so um so where do you want to start you uh, uh why don't we do positive and do our
0: best or our favorite for 2018
1: okay very good so a- and actually um I, I just now thought of this uh, so like I, I I was sharing with you before we started recording i uh, I, I First of all, we're only talking about movies that we've actually seen. Like, you know, this is the time of year where a yeah, lot of I'm, sh- I'm sure
0: Creed Two is
1: really good, but I have not seen it. Same and here. I- exactly. And that and that's what I'm getting at too. So it's like, so if there's stuff that's missing, it's because neither one of us saw it. So don't at me, bro. But um but, but yeah. at me. <laughs> at late night death. <laughs> So, I, I kind of went through a, a. Just for my own reference, I went through like the list of all the movies that came out theatrically in 2018. And I, uh, my wife and I went to the movies a lot. I, uh, we saw 27 different movies in wow. the movie theater. I, I only saw nine. I, uh, and, and I didn't. I didn't even realize it until I started going through the list and compiling it, but it was very easy to figure out what I liked and what I didn't like. It was a it was really kind of uh, for me at least um a very lukewarm year. Uh a, a lot of movies that are just homogeneously lukewarm. There were some I liked more than others. There were some I disliked more than others. But um, for me, at least, not really anything that jumped out and said, oh, my God, this is the best movie in the history of ever. Um, and this is a movie that had a Star Wars movie in it. I mean, that that's twice in a row where Star Wars movies are coming out, and I'm less than enthusiastic about it. So, Thank you, Disney. Yeah, it's like, all right. So... Um, anyway, that, that, that's just my little, uh, um, uh, oh, and, and one other disclaimer. Um, so we're, um, we're recording this, the, what, the week after Thanksgiving. I don't happen to have the calendar in front of me for some reason, but. It's
0: the, uh, 29th.
1: Okay. Oh, yeah. Of, uh, November, Thursday. Yeah, we're doing
0: a best of 2018 and it's not
1: even Christmas yet. Well, and we had a specific reason for that, right? Like, uh. Well,
0: yeah, because. Well, you said there's some movies coming out in December you're, you might see, but for me, I've seen all the movies that I wanted to see this year.
1: Right, and and scheduling-wise, you know, this just seemed like... It just it, worked. It just worked out really, really well, because um, it, it would have been maybe after Christmas, after the new year, before we got to do this. Which so would I, make more sense. It would, <laughs> but, but... But fuck it. You know what? I, I So I was going through uh, some of the movies that are coming out in December. I mean, really, I mean, there there's that Aquaman movie coming out, and... I thought that was coming out next year, to be honest. <laughs> I totally forgot it was a December movie. Yeah, and it's... I, I still don't know if I'm gonna go i right. i I really don't it hasn't I mean it looks fine I guess um yeah,
0: yeah I, I don't care so I'm just not like I said I forgot it was coming out this year so
1: yeah and and it wasn't really enough to hold up the schedule just uh for bumblebee to come out because that that's coming out the week before Christmas. And it occurred to me it's like, wait a minute, I've got all these the these uh other friends that are their Transformers nutheads so you know maybe you do like you know like a deeper deep dive on one of those so it, it may it may mess with my listings yeah, um, I was gonna say it could it could change your best or worst it ver- <laughs> you know what and and I agree with you in that I think it's it's gonna be one or the other um I I don't I don't because are any of the Michael Bay Transformer movies just meh, middle of the road? I don't dislike that first one.
0: That that first
1: one is kind of in that that meh category.
0: It's i been a hot. It's been a long time since I've seen it.
1: I hate all of the rest. Okay. Um, w- w- with with a deep burning passion, so it's not it go it transcends meh. Um for me at least. Um and then that first one, I mean again, it's you know, it's it's totally fine. Yeah, from
0: what I remember it worked as an introduction.
1: Yeah, yeah. It it does what it's supposed to. It's you know, it's clever and witty and funny in parts, and it's you know, and and it presses a couple of the nostalgia buttons in the right spot um, a couple times. Except so, for Bumble, Bumblebee
0: not being a Volkswagen, right,
1: or uh, being
0: able to speak. Um, but, uh, and, but and gaining it back and then losing it.
1: Yeah all of that. But we can't litigate that here today because uh you know that that movie isn't even out yet. So, um let's let's talk about some movies that that we have seen. Um and uh uh Killing spree, why don't you kick it off with uh with uh, some of the stuff you wanted to talk about? Well.
0: yeah, let's start with the positive. And okay. My pick for best of 20 uh 2018. We didn't do a review of. I don't even know if you've seen it. I bet you I haven't. The Halloween reboot
1: Yeah, and um, it it was something that you and I were talking about, perhaps, I don't know, it was either in the... It was after Meg, because we were trying to figure out, like,
0: are there any other movies coming out we want to do reviews of? And I said, The Predator and Halloween are movies I plan on seeing.
1: Right, right, yeah, so this was, like, in the summertime, and yeah, unfortunately, I I didn't get to it, and... You missed out.
0: Halloween was, you were talking about how there was no movies that came out this year that were kind of stood out to you, or... Halloween stood out to me, because... I was absolutely surprised at how well it was. I, I didn't have high hopes for it, but I, yeah, just because it's like reboots don't really do well, and I don't. Re- Halloween H two O was a reboot, and I don't really care for it that much. Right. But then again, it's been years since I've seen it. But this was really, really well done. Okay. The score by John Carpenter is amazing. Hmm. There's, there's a couple things I didn't like, but they didn't hurt the movie for me. Okay. Like for example, uh, there's a twist in the third act, mm-hmm. and it's it's only there to get Michael Myers to Laurie Strode's house. Oh, okay. Because in the movie, Laurie Strode doesn't live in Haddonfield; she lives like
1: in the outskirts. Oh, okay. So, so it's kind of like a plot contrivance more than anything. Yeah. Okay. That's exactly what it is. So, um, but so other than that, it was great. Excellent. Well, I'm glad. So, how how do you feel about the the Halloween series in in general? I I forget. Uh, Are you like a huge Michael Myers head? Uh, I overall I like the, the franchise, uh-huh. but
0: not as much as say Friday the 13th or Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay,
1: okay. And and for me at least, it, it's it's towards the bottom. For some reason, it just never clicked with me. I love it, that that first one. Uh, it transcends the genre. I well, think it's it's, it's just, kicked off the slasher genre. Absolutely, and and it's weird when you go back and watch it. It's like, oh, this is this is just this is just a genuinely good movie. It's, yeah, it's I, a I, very I was watching, well,
0: Yeah, I watched the 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 original before going and seeing the the reboot, and it's like, yeah, the, for some reason, I have to keep reminding myself this. Uh,
1: 1978 Halloween was a very good horror movie. Yeah, and and. It's weird, though, because, I mean, like, you and I are both huge Jason heads, and I don't feel that same way about Friday the 13th. It's fine, but, but it's it's not transcendent the way that Halloween is. Um, so well, Do you yeah,
0: think that has to do with the fact that Fr- the only reason we have Friday the 13th is because it was cashing in on the popularity of uh, Halloween?
1: Yeah, it... it that's that's a really good point. I don't know if I considered it from that angle. That that uh, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, the the other thing I wanted to ask you about with that is, you know, obviously the the uh, Halloween twenty eighteen is a huge retcon. In oh, that. absolutely, it it ignores everything from
0: Halloween two to uh, Resurrection, it's, and the Rob Zombie ones are remakes, so that's kind of like a, its own. Continuity,
1: yeah, yeah. So that that never so, really tried to tie in anyway. So. Yeah. So
0: Laurie Strode and Michael Myers, they are not siblings. They even uh, mentioned that in the movie, like wh- like uh, Laurie Strode's granddaughter's in it, mm-hmm. and one of her friends is like, "Isn't isn't Michael your uh, your grandma's brother?" And it's like, "No, that's just a
1: rumor." Or I can't remember word <laughs> for word, but that's basically
0: that's how they retconned it.
1: Okay, so, and and they address its own retconniness within the context of the movie. That's pretty rad. I like that. That's pretty clever. Um, because, yeah, I, I was curious what your take was on that, because it seems like the fandom kind of seems uh, not not even split about the retconning. It's like, you know, everybody kind of seems to be universally okay with it because well, it's so so good. Yeah, that was well, probably, I would say
0: everyone's okay with the retconning because it's a good movie. Like, if it was awful, I'm sure a lot of people would not be okay with the retconning.
1: Okay, so yeah, I mean, I mean that makes sense. That you can you can get away with more of I mean, that away.
0: I mean, admittedly, when I admittedly when I first saw that trailer and they said Laurie and Michael aren't siblings, I was like, oh, I kind of like that character dynamic. Yeah, yeah, but it, like I said, the movie was good, so it's like it gets it it gets a pass on that. Very cool.
1: Um, anything else you wanted to uh, mention on Halloween 2018? Michael
0: Myers kills a kid. Wow, uh, he uh, he breaks a kid's neck with his bare hands. Oh,
1: I love it. Oh, that that's
0: that's rad. It's like it's like I don't recall any of these guys or like whether it be Michael, Freddie, or Jason or Leatherface on mm-hmm.
1: screen killing a kid. Not that I can recall. I mean, you know, it's all about you know horny teenagers you know you know weed smoking promiscuous teenagers in fact uh oh. one of one of my uh, uh favorite scenes in Jason Lives uh Friday the 13th part 6 is when he's going into one of the cabins because the camp's open at that point and he's like looking around there's all these sleepy kids there's like a uh, like a young boy wakes up sees him kind of rolls back over and Jason just kind of keeps going because you know he, he doesn't care he, you know he's he's got nothing against the kids so i i always I always kind of liked that, but, but I'm sorry, you were saying? Well, uh, I was going to add uh, uh, another thing that, was re-
0: that I really liked in this movie. It was uh, One of the trailers has it, mm-hmm. and uh, I can't remember the technical term for it, but it's where, uh, well, you know like in Goodfellas where they go into the kitchen, it's just one long shot, there's no cuts or anything like that? They just keep go- going?
1: Yeah, yeah uh, a one-shot. is One-shot, it, yeah. yeah they, they have a
0: really good one-shot in Halloween where he's just, Michael's just walking down the street in uh, Haddonfield. Mm-hmm. He goes into a shed, grabs a hammer, goes into uh, one kitchen, just kills a woman Uh and takes the butcher knife or his iconic butcher knife. Yeah. And he he just walks past a crib and he's like, oh, no, he's not going to kill a baby, is he? Then he just walks out the door and he just goes into the next house and kills another woman. And it's just all one shot. It It was like, wow, that was a really well done one shot. That sounds pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I again, I I definitely need to uh, check it out. So uh, I think it's coming out on Blu-ray next, or I think January. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I, I definitely want to uh, check it out because yeah, yeah. I, ju- I just happened to miss it. Got got busy. Got occupied with other stuff.
0: And it did really well financially.
1: Yeah, yeah. A lot of people. Did, I mean, just just wrapped their arms around this movie and supported it. Yeah. Um, so, so I'm hoping
0: that this kind of revives the slasher genre Mm -hmm. I would love to see more Friday the 13th movies yeah more more Freddy more some better Leatherface movies
1: yeah yeah I mean kind of kind of take it Out of the torture porn type of type of scene and more into the traditional slasher thing. I mean, you know, it's you know, we have a certain number of cliches that you and I hit on when we get together. You know, one is inevitably Batman v Superman comes up. But but another thing that comes up often is I I want to see that Jason in the snow movie. I I I need a Crystal Lake at winter time. Uh I think that would just I think that I I don't know why I'm so stuck on that, but I just I just think that would be rad.
0: Yeah. And uh I guess tease for our 2019 discussion
1: there is a mm-hmm. horror
0: classic getting a remake.
1: Oh. You know, I, I think I might know which one that is. Well, we'll we'll cover that in um, uh, due course. Um, and and not to uh, put you too much on the spot and and dwell uh, much more on Halloween twenty eighteen. But it, but I know it's a uh, it, it's a movie you really dug, and I don't want to give you the short shrift on it. But um, do you want to speak at all to the uh, quote unquote uh, not really controversy surrounding it? Oh, uh, you mean
0: that whole it being a Me Too movie? Yeah, cause I, I don't know where that came from because nothing in that movie, unless I'm horribly mistaken, Me Too is supposed to be about like sexual abuse and uh, bringing predators to these predators to justice, that kind of thing.
1: Basically. Yeah. It's like, you know,
0: I, there's nothing know, about that in the, this movie because Michael's not a sexual predator. Right. He doesn't, he, nobody got, oh, <laughs> nobody got sexually abused by uh,
1: Michael. Right. I mean, yeah, he just straight up murders people. So yeah, I, I, I think I think a lot of our squishier friends uh, would think that I think it, it's clickbait. I think that's what most of it was. That's a lot of it, too. But I think a lot of people kind of misappropriate uh, what quote unquote Me Too is as just um, uh, regular regular female empowerment. So like if it's if it has any kind of like um a strong female protagonist, then it must be like a Me Too thing because it's all about empowerment or some nonsense like that. I That sounds about right. Yeah, so I um and that and uh, um I, I'm sure you saw a lot of posts about, you know, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, the actress has you know some uh, specific opinions about you know firearms, but yet Laurie Strode in the movie is a huge firearms uh, user, and a lot of people were like trying to make some ado about that. Well, and there, I just there's
0: there's some irony in there is that uh-huh. that you advocate for gun control and whatnot, yet you contribute to gun culture with these movies. So I mean there there's there's an argument to be made there, but it, oh, okay. So I mean, it, but it's whatever.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I just... Uh, uh, I think it distracts from the movie. I think so. And I wonder if maybe any of those ticket sales um, came about from Looky Lose on stuff like that. I don't know. Um, I, I, I'd have to unpack that some more. I don't think
0: that's the case, but... Well, I've, I would I would hope at least that this movie did well because of not just uh, name recognition, but also word of mouth of yeah. how good it was.
1: Yeah, I I agree. And I think I think that's what had the longevity of it. But we, we've seen some movies that, you know, will have like um, a cloud of controversy around it and like people will end up going to see it out of curiosity. Right. And but I mean, it, it was financially successful and uh, very well critically received as well. Yeah. Um, people like this movie, so. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to mention those couple things because I know at the time um, we would have definitely touched on it because it because it it was something that that uh, again, you know, people are always trying to make something out of nothing with with regards to uh, well, that's uh, the that's like the that. culture we live in. Everything's got to be political, even run of the mill slasher flicks. Exactly. Yeah. It's like you know sometimes sometimes a good old slasher movie can be just that. So, um, but we can't have nice things. <laughs> that is why we can't have nice things for sure. So, so uh, what's your
0: best of 2018?
1: Mine, uh, mine is also a movie that you and I uh, haven't had the opportunity to uh, talk about, and it's uh, Mission Impossible Fallout. I did not see it. I, uh, I, I had a feeling I was going to like it because, like, I, I'm a Tom Cruise guy. I, you know, I I think he's a nutcase in his personal life and all of this other weird Scientology stuff. But that's why we love him. Yeah, (laughs) and it makes things interesting and it gives us stuff to talk about and it adds texture to it because... uh, I I'd really have to stare at the floor and think and reflect for a while if I've actually been disappointed by a Tom Cruise movie. Like the only thing I could think of off the top of my head is like Vanilla Sky or something like that. I hate that movie. I, I don't wanna don't wanna bog it bog us down with that, but but um I have liked all the Mission Impossible movies. In fact, I I'm going to go on the record now and say I'm actually a fan of Mission Impossible Two, the uh, John Woo one, where he's like you know swinging motorcycles above his head and right. all the all the doves and all the, all the dumb stuff and all like the the late '90s Metallica and the Limp Biscuit and all the fucking fart new rock on that soundtrack. I fucking love all of it. I uh, um so I. I I've liked all of the Mission Impossible movies. Um and this one um delivers in a big bad way in like, you know, there there was a time where action movies have have kind of slid into just uh CG fests and um, shaky cams. Shaky cams. Yeah, so you have like The Bourne Effect where it's all like that close quarter combat where it's all, you know, shaky cam uh car chases and you can't see anything and and this is um it, it is a very traditional straightforward action movie with practical stunts, great fights, great choreography. Um and I uh you know we we bust on poor Henry Cavill uh, for being a superman in those movies. He's great in this as the villain. And his, is that the movie where he had the mustache and yeah, they wouldn't let him shave it? Correct. Okay. So so now I understand, having seen Mission Impossible Fallout, I could see why Paramount was like, yeah, no, that, you know, sorry, Warner Brothers, sorry. Fuck yourself. Yeah, it's like, whatever, uh, because that that adds, I mean, it sounds kind of dumb, but it adds kind of a texture to his character, um, and he's really, really good um, as, uh, I mean, now, it, it's I I, I don't want to put a spoiler warning out there because it's really right there on Front Street in the in the trailers. But the way the the movie presents it in context is that he starts off as a ally uh, or at least that's the way it's perceived and it turns out he was the bad guy the whole time, you know, and it's not even a heel turn because he, he was a bad guy the whole time, but it was like a mystery to be unraveled that that kind of thing. So, okay. I mean, it was kind of presented as a twist within the the context of the movie, but um, but it's right there front and center in the trailers. Um, but it, but again, the stunts are really good Um it is a PG-13 movie, so, you know, we're not, you know, it's not like Paul Verhoeven level of aren't, violence or anything, but... Weren't they all PG-13? Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it's totally fine that, I mean, it, it's presented as good PG-13 violence. You know, people get shot, people get blowed up, people get necks broken, things like that. So, I mean, so I I don't need... That kind of like R-rated violence in my Mission Impossible movie, but but again, it's it's the practical stunts that that really sells it, and that it's um it's a movie that doesn't take itself too seriously, um and it's it's unpretentious. It's just like you uh, you like Tom Cruise action movies? Here you go. You you want to see you know fifty seven year old Tom Cruise doing these stunts and still. Pulling it off uh, convincingly, here you go. Um and there's there's even a couple times too where uh they they don't necessarily acknowledge it because you know because Tom Cruise does have that Tom Cruise ego but um there there's a couple times where he's like you know jumping from building to building and he kind of like you know misses a couple times or like you know he gets thrown off a um you know thrown off a motorcycle and he doesn't necessarily like bounce back immediately like you know like a Marvel superhero um so I mean there's as much grounding in realism as a movie like this can have it kind of does try to have that a little bit um but yeah no it's it's i think what makes it my favorite is that um um the delta of expectations versus what i got i was i was excited for it but it wasn't like say um you know some of the other movies that we might talk about that that we uh that we dug on that you know like there there's a lot of anticipation for I didn't really have a whole lot of anticipation and I kind of forgot about it for for a hot minute then I went to go see it and it just it just blew my hair back and so for for my classification for the the movies I wanted to talk about was based entirely off of rewatchability okay or or more accurately desire to rewatch it. Like I I would watch Mission Impossible Fallout right now if I could. Um so, and
0: so would it be a day one purchase if it's not already out?
1: Uh you know I I can't remember the last time I purchased anything day one, but that's just my lifestyle, but but for for the sake of uh conversation, yes. Because yeah, I you know, I I would if it's not out already. Um, it'll be out soon and I'm definitely going to buy it and own it and, and watch it a couple more times because, So so it's at least on your Christmas list. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, and it's just fun. It's, I, I don't know how else to describe it. It's just, it's just, um, it's just a really good, fun action movie. It gives you, it gives you laughs when you need them. It gives you thrills. It gives you chills. It's, and again, the practical stunts for me is really what sells it. Um, and yeah, that's, I think that's about all I have to say about that. Other than like, it's a huge recommend and, um, you know, through any other podcast that I've talked about you know, over the past year, I've never mentioned it. Like I didn't do it because it, because it's not necessarily genre, right? You know, I mean, it's not based on a comic book. It's not, um, it's not necessarily like, you know, sci-fi type of things. And you know, like action movies kind of, kind of slip by uh, they kind of slip under my radar in terms of stuff I talk about you know okay. I, I, I kind of stick to you know that really nerdy geeky culture stuff and I don't necessarily take the time uh, to talk about something like Mission Impossible Fallout and again blasted my hair back it's 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 my favorite movie of the year all right um, so uh
0: you want to move on to what everybody comes here for the negativity sure <laughs> right you want to give your worst first or my or should I give mine um. Why don't you go first? Okay. My worst is also a movie we did not talk about at all. Oh. Okay. I'm pretty sure we both seen it. Uh huh. The Predator. This he- movie pissed me right the fuck off.
1: Yeah. No kidding. And you know what? Um, I, I, I was thinking about it on the
0: way up here. Reminisce or thinking about how mad you were with uh the Last Jedi. Oh yeah. At the time. Oh, I, yeah. I, at the time I thought I understood. It was like after seeing the Predators like. No, now I truly understand what hate is. <laughs> this mo- this movie I absolutely hate. Yeah. It was is a complete bastardization of Predator. Total disregard for uh
1: the lore of the Predator species. Yeah. Well, and and it ma- and it makes light of it and it makes jokes out of it. And and I th- that
0: an- yeah, that's another thing like way too many jokes. I mean, Predator had it, jokes, but you know, once the Predator started Often them jokes yeah. were over. I mean, you had incidental jokes like "Get to the chopper." But yeah, it wasn't, but it, it wasn't intended to be a joke.
1: Correct. Yeah. I mean, just because something becomes a meme doesn't necessarily mean it's like uh, an elbow jabbing joke. You know, like like the jokes that Hawkins is making earlier in the movie. You know, ironically enough, uh, portrayed by Shane Black. Who 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 else can we blame for this? You know, after this is all on him, dude. It's got 20th it. Century Fox. You, so well. They're the, they're the ones that own these properties. True.
0: So, but, but, but it, it, uh, it ties into uh, how how 20th Century Fox is handling the Aliens uh, franchise. Yeah, they brought back Ridley Scott to do uh, an, a a prequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. Depending on who you talk to, they're either okay. Some like them. A lot of people hate them. Right. So but but it, more than it's most. Like, but but it's you you brought back somebody who was involved with the original. Yep. And they did the same thing with the Predator. Oh, what frustrates me? Well, I don't. There's so much that frustrates me, but no one of the things kidding. that frustrates me really badly is that the story itself—it could have been good. On paper, it's fine. I you, mean, you I, just, I, you just I, tweak it. Like, uh, it—the way it starts off, it's like, hey, this is the uh, this is like an adaptation of the Bad Blood Predator comic. Sure. And if you haven't read it, it's basically there's a psychopath predator who who just kills for the sake of killing. Like he's a psychopath. Oh, so. Other predators are hunting him down, trying to kill him. Uh huh. And the psycho predator, he crash lands on Earth. Mm-hmm. They send an enforcer predator to kill him, and it just mayhem ensues.
1: Oh, that does sound very, uh, very similar to parts of this movie. Well, that's what they could have done with, because <laughs> with the whole uh, that sounds rad. As stupid as the uh, DNA
0: hybrid stuff is, you Ooh. could have done. You could have written it so that it, it, it doesn't feel disrespectful to the Predator lore. Uh huh. And just it, it, a simple fix. Okay. Have a uh, uh, upgrade predator, the, the the big tall one. Right. Have him be the one that's being hunted. Yeah. And not the other the the, the normal size predator. Right. And have it be that you have like at least this one predator, maybe some, another, or maybe he's part of a clan that, sure. that does this or that does uh, DNA augmentation. Okay. But have it be taboo, or a big... Yeah. Or have it be total blasphemy within the the Predator's culture. I love that. Like, like he's basically a heretic and a fugitive. And they're out to kill him because he's a heretic. Yeah, see, I, I love that. That right there could have been good. And you know what? And get rid of the global warming bullshit. Oh, my God. I mean... Oh, my God. Well, <laughs> well we're going to be gone in, what, two, maybe one generation. It's like, these Predators live centuries. They could wait us out. They don't need to fucking invade yeah so fuck the predator
1: uh iron man suit too, too oh <laughs> I, I i'm was, all over the place but god no, that's it, this okay. movie well and it, i i was gonna say it's like do we want to put a pin in this and do a whole separate show at some other point because yeah i mean we we could we've probably got a couple hours in us of material about that movie but because yeah. i mean I, I one we i i didn't realize that that was going to be at the the top of your list because that's pretty much at the top of my list also so we're 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 pretty much in lockstep i mean like there's there's an another couple movies some of which we talked about that i didn't necessarily care for but this one actively angered me not not quite to the same extent that the last Jedi I did uh, last year but like you said you know we had that we we've now had that shared we have, have, no, a, we have an understanding <laughs> we, absolutely uh, because yeah I mean everything about and it actually no I was gonna say everything about this movie is awful but there's there's like snippets and parts and and stunts and you know like a couple things here and there that are kind of okay and then it just shits it away with, you know, like either like a terrible joke or, or some weaponized kind of autism, you know, and so let, let's let uh, so apologies for everybody listening out there. First of all, full spoilers for The Predator, which it, it, we the already movie's have been out for two months. Come on. Oh No, I understand. <laughs> I mean, just I mean, just just for context of, you know, what what we're talking about here. But but that 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 was that was my. Well, I actually yeah, give my, some
0: context of my statement. All right. According to this movie, predators think autism is a desirable trait.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, I don't even remember if I posted this or not, or if, I, if it was one of those things that I typed and then deleted because I thought better of it. I, I don't remember. But um, uh, this, is, this is yet another situation where autism is presented as a superpower. And I mean, cause like there, there was a movie a couple years ago called, uh, the accountant with, uh, Ben Affleck really liked it actually, but basically he's kind of like an assassin type person. Well, he is an assassin actually, but, um, but anyway, he, uh, he has, he's on the spectrum and because of like, you know, his higher functioning autism, it gives him like, you know, like a certain level of focus. And so it, it, it it's just, it's but, just so stupid. Like yeah, even if the predator did want to do <sighs>
0: dna augmentation to better themselves make them superior hunters right humans in every physical way are inferior to the predators right i mean it'd be one thing if it was like are, they're augmenting with the aliens sure or something like that or some other yeah species that we've never seen but god yeah. damn it well and and, and
1: of or course. even the engineers from prometheus <laughs> that's true um yeah, I, I, and and you know, of course, like the the autistic child can, you know, not only he can read alien language, he can read alien language, and he can operate their equipment. <laughs> um, though I will say, since since we're in full sto- spoiler territory, I did genuinely laugh. At that gag with the predator mask, where like the the punk kid at Halloween like throws something at him and the mask uh, defends itself basically and blows this this kid to hell.
0: That pissed me off because predator. There's no reason for predator gear to do that. I I understand. I mean, how many times did uh city hunter get shot up in Predator two? Mm-hmm. Yet. None of his gear automatically shot at Danny Glover. Yeah, I mean it's it's completely stupid. Or, or, or fuck, but, in the in the the original Predator, when uh, <laughs> when Mac got, clipped Here him with go. the machine
1: gun, right? None of the gear
0: shot back. No, fuck this movie.
1: And 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 it, and it certainly um, uh, doesn't blow your head clean off if you turn your head. Um, it, I think that was a. I, I know what you're talking about. That
0: the head government agent just yeah, suddenly out of nowhere, he blinking, and you miss it, and he died. Yeah, it's.
1: I think that was an editing uh, fix. Yeah, and because it it, it's confusing, and I had to go to the the, the internet to figure. I'm like, where did this guy go? And I thought it's like when I saw, I was like, Wait, did he just shoot himself in the head with a shoulder cannon? Like, yeah, yeah, he did. Which not for nothing. I mean, there there's a gag to be had there. You know, it's like maybe he's not experienced with the equipment, and you know, he does. That could be a funny gag. But it wasn't presented in a way that, that works on any level. Um, uh, like I said, I,
0: I think it was because of the rewrites and the reshoots. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. Because, I mean, th- this oh, had... God, a... that, speaking of reshoots, that uh, sure. that one scene with that Olivia Munn had that actor get kicked out for? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, well, I, I, I almost forgot about that. I, as bad as it might sound, I think they should have left the scene with that guy in it with Olivia Munn because it's the uh, introduction to Olivia's character. So oh. when we see so when we meet Olivia, she's got this weird look on her she's got this Well she only has two emotions in this movie. Yep. Shock and just resting bitch face. <laughs> but it's just she has this disgust look on her face, like, why is she looking like that? And then the So it's it's that part of the scene that got cut out because she was being hit on by some creeper. And that creeper was the actor that she got uh cut out from the movie.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it's like, why is she like this? And then out in the government agents, it's like when they pick her up, it's like, well, take care of your dog. It's like, she has a dog. Then they panted the dog. Oh, she has a dog. It's like, okay.
1: Yeah. This movie was a fucking mess. Well, yeah. And, and like, and there's one point where they just end up with an RV. It's like, wh- wh- how-, how? And
0: I guess you can lobotomize a dog, a predator dog, by shooting it point blank in the fucking head.
1: Well, and then it becomes your best friend. It's
0: obedient and what Predator oh, hounds are fucking stupid. They should have brought oh, in the Hellhounds from Predators. Oh my god. At least god. those
1: looked cool. Yeah, see, and and here's the thing. Suddenly this movie, The Predator, makes Predators look so much more appealing because I I I wasn't all that keen on it when I first saw it. I thought it was okay. It, it does too much of
0: uh, rehashing stuff from Predator, but overall yeah. it's like I I can rewatch it. Yeah.
1: And and yeah, it's it's retroactively kind of rose up for me. It's like, oh, you know what? That ain't half bad. Well, let, let me one up you. Ah, this movie made Aliens
0: versus Predator Requiem look good. It, that movie is yep. no longer the worst Alien or Predator movie. Well, it's not the worst Predator movie ever.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say, careful counselor. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I, I I agree with you because yeah, it's like yeah, suddenly suddenly Requiem is kind of watchable. I'm like, all right. This yes. is a-
0: after uh, The Predator. I went back and watched every Predator movie or movie with the Predators And It's like, sure, sure. It's like, man, even the AVP movies got Predator
1: right. Right. Yeah. And, and what I think makes it so infuriating, so frustrating, and so hate inducing is that it could have been something. Yeah. It could have been an adaptation of uh, Bad Blood. Well, and, and and all of the components are there. It all looks good on paper. I mean, because I I like Shane Black stuff. I I you know I like, um you know like uh, nice guys. I really liked um you know all of his uh, writing stuff. Uh you know from the eighties. You know Lethal Weapon, Last Boy Scout. You know it's just like I I enjoy his sensibilities. I I like the the dark humor that he brings to his projects, and this I think it It didn't feel like a Shane Black movie. It felt like a Shane Black cover band. Like, like, other people were brought in. like, like, Shane Black cost too much. So they got like discount Shane Black. They got I don't like, know. they uh, got like Kmart Shane Black or something.
0: I don't know. This movie kind of reminded me of how dumb Iron Man Three was and Shane Black directed
1: that one. Yeah, see and and well, okay, so Shane Black is a savory spice and it's not for everybody. Th- this is more or less I don't hate Iron Man 3 as much as a lot of other people do. It's uh, yeah, it, it's it's probably not my favorite if I reflect on it long enough, but I'm like I I at the time kind of re- I kind of liked some of the Shane Blackie stuff to it, the Shane Blackness okay. of it. Like, like, I mean, like there, there's a part towards the end where like, you know, Iron Man and War Machine or no, I'm sorry, Tony and Rhodey, you know, it's like, oh, okay, well, do you got any more bullets? Well, yeah, I've got, bu- Give them to. well, they're not for that gun, you know, just, just little stuff like that. Just, you know, little, little sprinkles and touches here and there. Um, but. That whole third act in Iron Man Three is pretty bad, also. So I, I kind of talked to myself in a big circle. I take right. your point, um, but yeah, it's like on paper, the Predator should be good, and and it looks good.
0: Uh, that's that's CGI was pretty bad, especially with uh, Upgrade Predator. It looked awful. Oh, that was pretty bad.
1: Yeah, I, I forget what parts I. Th- I don't remember what I based my thesis on. That that like it. What well, might have been
0: the uh, the suit.
1: Or the actual practical suit for uh, Fugitive Predator? Yeah, I thought that was pretty neat. I mean, that that was kind of giving me some, you know, Predator 1, Predator 2 vibes. I'm like, I, I can live with this. That's,
0: that's just the, oh. like the
1: first act. It's like, no, this could be okay. Yeah.
0: Then it just falls right the fuck apart.
1: How, um, so, so you're, you're more precious about predator lore than I am. How do you feel about predators actively communicating with each other and that being translated via, uh, subtitles? I'm not totally against it just because predators do talk. Yeah. So, so just
0: for the sake of the audience, you have to translate what they're saying to each other. Okay. Okay. As long as it's not like the humans understand what they're saying as well.
1: Ah, fair enough. That's that's a good line to draw because, I mean, for reasons that I can't explain fully, I turned my nose up at that. As soon as we're seeing, like, translated subtitles, I'm like, oh, this is bullshit. I don't like this. I just um, think, well, for because when you're doing
0: this whole backstory of predator culture and whatnot, and there's, like, a war going on or, or yeah. something like that. Or, yeah. or a conflict between two predators i
1: i can kind of forgive it or yeah. I, I can accept it fair enough and and i think i think my hang up is um specifically wh- one of the things that i enjoy about predator 1 and predator 2 is that they present the predators with this air of mystery to them and that you know you can hear them speaking or laughing or mimicking voices or or whatever but but there's like this the, this foreign alien texture to it and yeah, pre- predator 2 does a better job
0: of uh laying that kind of stuff out than this movie did
1: yeah and and i think maybe i missed that but then also i have to realize that we've got like a couple aliens versus predator movies in the canon also and i don't always um acknowledge that for for lack of better word but uh but yeah no uh yeah, The Predator, that is, uh, you know, it, it's kind of funny. Now Now that we're here and we've spent a lot of time talking about it, I really wish I would have taken the time to uh, consolidate my notes a little better. Um, because, I mean, I guess I should have anticipated that it was going to be the, at the top of both of our lists, but I didn't anticipate going into it as deeply because well, that it, movie sucks and it makes me so mad.
0: Oh, maybe we should just do, uh, put a pin in it and... Do a deep dive later. Maybe.
1: Yeah, maybe like well, and it's it's interesting though, because like I as I mentioned earlier with the movies that I liked, I based on rewatchability and or no, I'm sorry, desire to rewatch. Like yeah. um whereas on the ones on the other list, I don't want to see ever again. Mm-hmm. So but I I may have to soften that perspective a little bit. Yeah, maybe maybe like a home video watch well might be worth something and you know maybe maybe we revisit it because i cuz well,
0: you're I'm, buying it, i fine on you cuz i <laughs> have no desire to own this movie like i d- yeah despite all the f- the faults of the avp movies sure. or even alien covenant and predator okay. i still own the i still bought those movies on dvd or blu-ray right this the only conceivable way i could see myself buying it mm-hmm. is if 20th century fox did a Predator, or a big Predator and anthology set like they they've done for Alien. Oh sure, and even then there'd have to be like a shit ton of extras to make it worth it. Just like, oh, they got some deleted scenes from Predators, or maybe they did a, a uh, an alternate cut of Predator or something like that. Yeah, yeah, you know, it because the, there's nothing about the Predator
1: that is redeemable to me. How pissed off were you at the end with that fucking Iron Man suit? That like I said
0: earlier, fuck that suit.
1: Yeah. Oh man. Oh, I was just like, I I I couldn't even articulate what what was going through my mind. I'm just like I I I was I was just befuddled. I was just, I was just so beside myself that I couldn't even process how I was feeling about it. As dumb as it
0: would be, or it'd still be less dumb to have Arnold Schwarzenegger come back and re. And reprise his role as Dutch at that very end. I would rather have that. Yeah,
1: why not do that? Why not do... I mean, yeah, it'd be like, hey, I know a thing or two about these things. Let's As dumb as that is, it would still be better than a fucking Iron Man suit. I agree. And and the build-up and the... Rev- and and I wonder if that was just tacked on at the end. I don't know, but that reminds me of another thing. Because it feels
0: like it. That, that whole suit that was brought by... Uh, the Fugitive Predator brought oh. that to save the humans...
1: Yet, when it landed on Earth, it oh, was yeah. often motherfuckers. Oh, man. Killing people left and right. I want to save you, but I'm going to chop you in half. It, it makes no sense. And, and that's, that's the problem with it, is that it makes no sense. There, there, there's so, so many, uh, um, again, we talked about rewrites and reshoots and poor editing and things like that. But there's a lot of this that is just so nonsensical. Like, in terms of, like, you know, character motivations and even geography and how we get from here to there, it's, like, it it's it's a mess. It's a mess in a way that a movie like this just shouldn't be. Um, why did they put this out in September? I don't know. I mean, because, I mean, I know, you know, September is kind of like a graveyard, but not like, say, the graveyard that, say, February is. You know, I, I don't know. I mean. Maybe I, they knew what they had on their hands is, like. Ah,
0: fuck it. Let's just get it out. Of, just get it out of, out
1: there, try to make some money back. Yeah. And um we're we're not getting any more of these, I don't think. Cuz it, it it died on the vine again. I don't I don't have any numbers in front of me, but I know It'll probably
0: be a good long while before Predator gets revisited and who knows what's happening with Alien. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is is as, as, as disappointed as those two movies were, uh, I I would at least like to see Ridley Scott's finish to it sure because it does leave a, open on a clinic or it's like did were the aliens invented by a fucking android or not it's like right. please answer that question god
1: damn it that's yeah because as it is it's like that's fucking stupid all right, so yeah, I mean, I mean, possibly more to come, you know, maybe one of these days when we when we're short on stuff that we're pissed off about and and we need like a real, you know, a, a jolt of hate juice. We need need to fill up on haterade. Yeah, we might have to revisit The Predator and actually like, you know, maybe like go beat by beat through the plot like well, like we have in in some of our well, other yeah,
0: shows. yeah, January and February look like dead months, so.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, so yeah. You know, I'd be down with that, and uh, yeah, maybe we'll have to figure out a way to uh, um, get a copy of that to watch. I don't know. But, um, so, um, what's your worst? (laughs) My worst was The Predator. Oh, okay. (laughs) No, I I was going to fuck with you and, and say Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom, but... I had a feeling that was going to be your like genuinely worst,
0: but I was like, I don't know what he feels about the Predator,
1: and that's the thing. And that's uh, I mean, what one of the one of the advantages and disadvantages of of uh, not comparing notes because you know we get those genuine responses. But I mean, for as much as I disliked Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom, it's at least comprehensible as a movie. It's an actual movie, whereas yep. the Predator is. It's it's an indecipherable mess. It's an incomprehensible yeah. mess.
0: Yeah, at least uh, Fallen Kingdom didn't completely fuck up uh, any m- uh, lore or whatever. Or... Exactly. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, and again, there's you know, I th- th- there's no reason for us to revisit the litigation of you know it's well documented of how you feel about it and how I feel about it. I you know I'm not coming to the table with anything new. Um, I I you know feel the way that i do but but my point is is like as much as um i think i made this point already i might be repeating myself apologies but but yeah i mean the the predator actively pissed me off whereas fallen kingdom didn't actively piss me off i just didn't like it and 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 that's a huge huge difference exactly and and that's and that's why i kind of had to um you know uh, uh make sure that that that's that's what that was Mm -hmm. so um so let's let's bounce back the other direction were were there any other movies on your like list that that you wanted to touch on uh yeah i had honorable mentions sure uh which uh what you got
0: well top of my list would be rampage because if halloween wasn't so great that would be my pick for uh best of uh 2018
1: oh you like that movie that much yeah i had a lot of fun with that movie okay I, I have you have you watched it since? Like I think it's I've out been, on home video now. I've been wanting to
0: buy. it. It's just been really pricey, so it's like I don't know if I want to spend that, that much money on a basic Blu-ray with no real special features, or I don't. I don't even know if it has special features or not.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure. I know, um, but I know. It's, it's more of a. On my Christmas list. Ah, fair enough. Oh, see, I, I kind of like this. We're kind of talking, you know, perhaps Christmas list type of type of things. Um, a uh, a movie that's on. It's not going to be out by Christmas, and it has has kind of still the shock of the new to it. But I really like Bohemian Rhapsody. I I yeah, would, I, I uh, heard you and Dave's uh, review of it. I I would watch that movie again right now. I I really enjoyed it. It's got its problems and all of all of its criticisms are completely valid um mm-hmm. i'm not going to disagree with anybody that says well you know it's sanitized and you know it's it's a it's by the numbers and i'm like yeah you're not wrong but it's still it doesn't take
0: away from it yeah
1: no and it's still fucking queen you know i mean so i mean like and that's well, this is sort of related to that movie sure uh,
0: a question how do you spoil a biopic because i keep hearing spoiler alert spoilers like it's a biopic <laughs> It's all, all that information about Queen is out there. That's a fair, that, yeah, you know, because I think. Or it's like spoiling a, or saying, spoiler before reviewing a, uh, a historical documentary yeah, or something. Yeah. It's like, like,
1: it's like, you're not spoiling anything. Yeah. Spoiler What's alert. the point? Yeah. Spoilers. Freddie Mercury gets AIDS. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's like, what are we talking about? That should be a soundbite. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Oh, poor Dave is is uh uh turning over in his grave now. <laughs> Heart you, Dave. Um yeah, no, uh but yeah, no. I I just I really liked it and and I would uh I I am going to buy it. And because yeah, I mean it's it's uh I I think I said this during our uh review that I did with uh Dave, but um I I my only hope and expectation is that this would be as good of a platform for the music of queen as highlander and flash gordon and i got what i wanted i mean just just the live aid sequence by itself you know you you have like that 25 minute sequence by itself there's your movie that's all i need and and then i get a biopic with some really good performances on top of it cool i i'm good with that
0: um all right oh uh another honorable honorable mention i have is uh I think it's the wokest movie of t- 2018. Hmm. Death Wish.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. And and again, we we've talked about it at length. Yeah. No um, no need
0: to go over that movie.
1: But I will say though that that's on my dishonorable mentions. Well, that's just because you hate old man Willis. <laughs> I do. I do. Well, and th- and that was the thing. We cracked the code. We figured it out. It's yeah. I just I just don't like Bruce Willis. And um, yeah. Anyway. Uh, any other honorable mentions for you? Yeah, uh this is a movie I don't know if you saw this or not because I don't think we've even corresponded over like social medias or anything like that, but it's a it's a movie called Upgrade. And I don't know what that was. I don't I don't remember who produced it, but it's the it's this it had a had a very brief theatrical run at just a time where, you know, me and Lucky just wanted to go watch a movie and it's it's a super low budget sci fi movie where in in it this um this guy gets a uh computer chip put into his brain and uh he finds out that it's actually a uh, sentient operating system. So, and basically, what and and of course, the 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 operating system knows kung fu and things like that. So, like in the trailer, it's presented as you know, the, this guy's getting his ass beat, and he's like, I don't know what to do, I don't know what to do, and the system says, Well, would you like me to take over? Yeah, sure, take over. And then suddenly he turns into this, you know, just just super. Uh, um, it, it's It's weird to it's I can't explain the way uh, the camera movements are for the fight choreography, but it's presented in a very unusual fashion. Like there's a lot of like weird um, like he he stands straight up from being flat on his back, but the camera stays on him and not on the room. And it kind of follows him as he, as he does uh, um, the fighting like that. But the thing that, that really got our attention when we saw the trailer is just how bloody R-rated it is. This, this, was, this is um, it's a movie that belongs in 1989, um, I, and it's probably the best cyberpunk movie I've seen in a while. Um, I think you would really, really dig on it. I'll have to check it out Because, um, i mean we're we're doing like you know when when we talked about uh ghost in the shell uh last year or year before whenever that movie came out, I was.
0: I don't even remember. what year I, I, think it, I
1: think it was 16, actually, but, okay. but I could be wrong. But but anyway, we, we talked about, you know, cyberpunk and kind of like, you know, you know, uh, what makes for good cyberpunk and what makes for bad cyberpunk. This does it right, because, I mean, there's a lot of um, integration of uh, technology and human flesh and all, uh, all, you know, a lot of like, you know, humanity questions and things like that, that all of it gets kind of tied up in this uh breezy ninety minute movie it's a very short movie again it's very low budge but it doesn't it doesn't feel it. It it feel it feels kind of like a grindhouse type of thing, in that like there there's there's a grit in the texture, and sometimes you can see where it's like oh well we're just putting plastic panels on a on a, a contemporary car to make it look more futuristic, but but you kind of overlook it because the action is so visceral, and it's uh, uh the lead actor I don't remember the guy's name, but he he looks like discount Tom Hardy. Um, he's, uh, in, in some other circles that have talked about this movie, we call him Tom Hardley. <laughs> but, but he's, he's really good in it. And the, uh, uh, voice actor that, that voices, the AI does, does a really good job also. Um, so yeah, I mean that, that's, that's my hard push recommend. I don't know if it's what platforms it's available on now, but it did get a brief theatrical release, but it's that. I you know if I had the uh opportunity to recommend either Mission Impossible Fallout or Upgrade to you I would say go watch Upgrade because okay. I mean that's right up your alley. I I think you'll in fact I I would really like if you if you find it and end up watching it and you want to come back and do like a show about it or something cuz I think there, there there's a thing or two to unpack there but it's yeah, I mean I, I and much like with Mission Impossible, it was it was a huge surprise because we we were expecting nothing. We we were just, you know, it's like, hey, this looks okay. We saw that trailer where the guy blows that dude's brains out with with a rifle that's built into his arm. Oh, oh, that movie, that's right. Okay. Um and yeah, no, it, we we were we were really impressed. We okay. we had a lot of fun with it. So um so yeah that that was my other honorable mention that that I wanted to talk about that that we haven't had the the um opportunity to chat about um and you know since I made a goofy list the only other things I wanted to put on there was you know we had a couple marvel movies um you know we had had the infinity war we had the black panther we had the ant-man and the wasp but it's interesting As I was revisiting my list of like you know twenty seven movies that I uh, saw in the theater, they're all fine, but I don't have I don't necessarily have that craving to rewatch them the same way that I do either like Mission Impossible or Upgrade or Bohemian Rhapsody.
0: Well, for one of those Marvel movies, we're we're waiting on a sequel just to see how the whole story turns out.
1: That's the thing. I mean, who? Yeah, and and really. Um it depends upon how that second movie goes on how favorably Infinity War gets uh gets looked upon. Mm-hmm. Because it may be um, you know, like like the biggest cop out in cinema history, or it may end up being like, Oh, you know what? Retroactively in context, that's a master stroke. Okay. You know, who knows? Who knows? I and so um uh, did you have any other uh, honorable I, mentions? Or? I had one more, but it was more just to get on your nerves,
0: and I, uh-huh. I have a feeling it'll we'll, you'll go on a long tangent, so should I or shouldn't I?
1: I will try to rein it in.
0: Okay, bye. Last honorable mention is Fallen Kingdom. Okay. Because, hey, when you really think about it, it's no worse than the Black Panther. Because, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there's mustache-twirling villains in both, uh-huh. a lot of plot conveniences, and, and the visuals are... Hit or very hit or miss. Yeah, you know what? I and the story is very, very simplistic. Quite so. Like there's no depth to either of those movies.
1: You know, I I'm not even going to fight you on that. I I appreciate I appreciate you having a sense of humor about that movie that you liked so very much.
0: Well, <laughs> well I think you're overselling because I said it was okay, an okay movie, A uh, Fallen Kingdom. I mean,
1: yeah, no, I I get you, I get you. Um, and, and where whereas. Uh, Black Panther I mean I I liked it it's fine it's entertaining enough but it's just yeah, it's I like mean, it's not as
0: great as people made it out to be at the time
1: no and and I yeah I mean so I think I, that's
0: where my issue came from
1: yeah well and it's you know it's the the um you know making things capital I important type of thing you know and, and when because
0: it, Blade and Spawn don't exist apparently
1: yeah, I, uh, I completely unrelated. I, I saw a meme on Facebook where it was like, 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 it was like a collage of, you know, like it had like blade and spawn and, um, uh, some other stuff that unfortunately I'm not remembering, but it's like, yeah so uh so black panther is the uh the first uh black superhero movie huh okay that's cool you know it was something like that i i've i'm totally butchering it if i find that meme i'll have to i'll have to repost it just so folks know what the hell i'm talking about and i sound uh you know uh less racist or whatever because you know we're we're, we're the white devil or or something we're
0: colonizers if we're going by the movie yeah Anyway,
1: I still laugh at that because that that's in context within their right nationalist globalist worldview. So it's it, it it's fine. It's yeah. fine. Um. So yeah, I guess that makes us even. I think I think we're I think we're uh, good. Actually, never
0: mind. Solo doesn't need to mention.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, and it and thank you for bringing that up because like um. It's it's square in the in the middle of my list of these 27 movies that I saw. And yeah, so I mean so like there's all kinds of movies that that I just I I I have nothing but indifference towards. I mean, you know, and Solo is one of them, you know. It's like, you know, you got Solo, you got Deadpool 2. Um I mean, and those are eh. I oh, I had the opportunity to watch Solo again on the plane ride home from Chicago. And it's um It's a little better than I remembered it. Um, And it was something like a a guy at work was telling me. He's like, you know, I watched it again. It's it's not bad. And, And he and I had this lengthy discussion of like, well, the problem was never that it was bad. I mean, Solo is not a bad movie. It's just that it's Star Wars. It should be good. Well, I'll do you one better if it's Star Wars and maybe this has more to do with Last Jedi than Solo, but like if it's Star Wars, it should be great. And but if if we're doing like a side story like a Rogue One or a a uh Solo, yeah, good is it's passable. Well, I was just thinking how the prequels kind of lowered the standard. Oh, yeah, you're right. I I, I see where you're going with that. Um, but yeah, it's it's just one of those things where I I'm still I will never not be frustrated that in the Disney era they've taken the epic specialness out of the the, the event status out of Star Wars because well, we're going to have to do a, an episode about uh how
0: they're going back to milking the OT with this new YouTube cartoon they got coming up.
1: You know what? I oh man, I now I got to resist uh slipping into a tangent because I I've watched that a number of times. I don't dislike it. I like how dynamic it looks, and it's like you know, if I'm if I'm like of child cartoon watching age, it's like, hey, this looks pretty sick. I don't know i i i i don't I don't know what I, my thing is. I don't know what it is. I, from just, my
0: understanding, it's just a retelling of the OT. But in short, cartoons or YouTube cartoons,
1: and you can't hang with that
0: that. I- if they're going mil- to go back to the OT, I'd rather they re-release the the original trilogy like they should have done that in theaters for the 40th anniversary, but they yeah. didn't. Uh, or yeah, or at least, you know, give us what we've been clamoring for for years now
1: yeah. is the theatrical cuts. You know, and I I think I don't think we're going to see any of that until after the deal with Fox settles. And It'll be very interesting to see what happens after that because I mean in the Disney era, we've had no reissues of the original trilogy. Yeah. But I guess you're uh me
0: not hanging with this idea is like yeah. they've revisited the OT before with Rogue One. Yeah, it's like, it's like it was mediocre at best. So it's like I don't sure. trust them to do yeah. it well.
1: Yeah, and I guess um my thing with it with this cartoon is that like if you're if you're presenting a the classic stories in a different way for a different audience, I got no problem with that because like I I remember like when I was a kid, I would have like storybooks and stuff, you know, that were like age appropriate, right? Um, so I kind of look at that as kind of like in that same category. But it's not but, bad, it's not bad on its own, yeah. It's, it, or as a concept, it's just, yeah don't trust
0: Disney to do anything right with, with Star Wars.
1: Yeah, and, and that's totally fair. And I, I I do agree with you on that. And, and as more and more time passes by, the more and more I do see that for myself in perhaps a way that I didn't say a couple years ago. It's kind of interesting that now at this point, you and I have like a few years worth of podcasting history and it would be kind of interesting to kind of listen to you know, like my enthusiasm around like Force Awakens time, and then to just kind of oh. actually like hear it decline over time to where now I've just become like kind of. I was re-listening
0: to part of that po- that jank that mess of a podcast, yeah. And it's like, man, I was really soft on Force Awakens, yeah, yeah. Or well, or maybe I just soured on it, but either way.
1: Well, a lot of that was was. um Uh, Context like Mm -hmm. like like you You basically got tagged in it was like You know it's like here comes a new challenger You know that kind of thing so so, What what
0: I've said about it in that
1: podcast Oh interesting I may have to go revisit that I uh we're going to talk, uh, we're, we've looked back, now we're going to start looking ahead uh, to uh, some of uh, the uh, most anticipated movies of 2019. So now, um, you and I approached it a little differently, and we'll see We'll see kind of where things converge a little bit. But I found this uh, massive article on Rotten Tomatoes that actually was, they started writing it like, you know, very early in the year. But I saw that they had updated it like on November 9th. So it's not totally current, but it's st- it's current. I I needed a list of some kind to work from, um, and you didn't
0: go to Wikipedia.
1: No, not until after you and I were corresponding, and uh, because like I had sent you a link to the article, and you're like, yeah, I found a bunch of stuff on there that's not on your list, and um, so yeah, sure enough, I went to the Wikipedia. I'm like. Holy crap! There's and and that probably would have been better served, but I was I was also trying to be expedient uh, at, at my list making. But right. but the thing that that I, I'm finding interesting about 2019, looking at this uh, uh massive list that that we're going to kind of pick through. No, we're not going to sit and read each and every title. But there but there there are a good handful of movies that we do want to spend a minute or two um, talking about. Is that it's um. First of all, there's a lot of stuff coming out next year, like um, yeah, way more than I think I was anticipating, um, especially from Disney. Like Disney is just, just, just cranking the stuff out, and like I mean, because I, I want to say between like March and June, um, they're di- doing three remakes of classic cartoons. Yeah, and and to say nothing about like the Marvel stuff too. I mean, it's like it's like. I and I just I find that incredibly odd, and I wonder if it's just competing with itself. And I don't I don't know how that's all gonna go. But then I was looking at other months of the year, and suddenly their strategy kind of sort of makes sense because you know like the summer is pretty packed also, and even into the fall there's a bunch of stuff. So I well I I don't know. I guess before we go deep into this, uh, yeah. just
0: to focus on those Disney cartoon remakes yeah like, yeah like remember when they used to just re-release these classic cartoons yes because i i don't remember what year it was it might have been 1990 but i just remember as a kid going like with uh my sisters and cousins to go see the jungle book in theater yeah like, yeah I, I remember we like we had some of the mcdonald's toys that were a tie into that mm-hmm. and it's like why don't they do that anymore yeah i i because i mean what are they gonna do different for the lion king other than it being going from 2d classic animation to cgi
1: yeah it's interesting and and it's odd because i i do find myself oddly mixed on the lion king because like on one hand it looks like it's a shot for shot remake and it's like what are we doing why are we doing that um but i i do kind of like that you know um you know the i am a fan of a lot of the people that they brought in to do some of the new voice casting so okay. so i'm so I'm interested to see like if there are different choices uh taken like i'm not, I'm not even sure that i'm I'm a hundred percent in love with James Earl Jones still being mufasa because like i i was uh I remember when we did our um uh, da, 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 uh the Rogue One podcast, I was a little critical. Of James Earl Jones sounding like an eighty-three-year-old man in a Darth Vader suit—just that the, the voiceover just wasn't wasn't great—and I wonder if that's—I mean, because I mean, Mufasa should sound like James Earl Jones in his fucking prime, and I don't know if eighty-three-year-old James Earl Jones is going to be able to pull off that same. Which is why they probably should just re-release these movies. Exactly. So yeah. So I, I'm. Yeah, I, I haven't made a case for why I'm mixed on it. It's like I'm okay with like a uh, um a bit of different interpretation. My hope was that they were going to like, you know, perhaps incorporate stuff from like the Broadway musical or like some other takes on the Lion King and, you know, canonize all of that. But it doesn't look like they're doing that. It looks like they're just you know, because like like there's musical numbers in in the Broadway show that aren't in the movie. There there's like, you know, other stuff going on and it's like, you know, um uh I just thought that would be kind of cool to do like a new take on that but um and and one one of the memes that I see going around is that you know it's you know they keep calling it a live action movie but it's it's still CGI so yeah. isn't it still animated? I mean really? <laughs> yeah, it's just from 2D to 3D. Right. And it looks cool. I mean, it's one of those things where I'm watching that trailer. You know, surprise trailer uh, during a football game on Thanksgiving. You know, we're we're watching the Saints game, and suddenly it's like, oh, uh, surprise Lion King trailer? Okay, whatever. Um, but, yeah, no, it, it's—I mean, so technologically, it looks cool, and it looks—I mean, it it's great that they've been able to— literally recreate the exact same scenes, I guess. But here's the other thing. I'm probably going to go watch this because I, I do like the lion King. I I think it's, I think it's a magnificent movie. Um, but I, I don't have anything to dispute your point of why don't we just re-release it? Um, and actually in the case of lion King, they did. Now, they they um I think it was maybe like when they put it out on Blu ray or in three D or something like that. They it was it was like again, like a like a Fathom Events type of thing. Oh, okay. I didn't go see it, but but the fact that it was out was like oh, okay, that that's cool. But I agree with you in that like Like I,
0: how many years has it been since Dumbo got re released? <sighs> I don't
1: think Aladdin's ever gotten a re release, has it? Not not that I'm aware of. Um, because yeah, I think like some of that, like latter age, golden age, Disney stuff, like, you know, uh, Lion King, Aladdin, Little Mermaid. I don't, I don't know if any of that stuff ever got, uh, re-released into theaters. And again, for, for a lot of kind of not just Disney fandom, but just, you know, uh, uh, connoisseurs of animated movies. Those are, I mean, that's pretty much a, a golden age run. Um, uh, of Disney flicks. I yeah. mean, it's like they they had like like a six year run where it was just hit after hit after hit, and it's kind of frustrating that now that's all we're doing is just going back to the well and trying to you know make these live action like uh, last year. Um, was it Sleeping or not Sleeping Beauty? Uh, Beauty and the Beast last year. I, that's what I was gonna say. It's like last year, and we actually went to go see it. And it was. It's fine. It's okay. I don't dislike it, um, but I, I I'm never going to watch it again. Mm. I just I I mean because I mean there, there's nothing there, and I I hope that this new interpretation of the Lion King is um, maybe more transcendent than than the Beauty and the Beast remake or the Cinderella remake or whatever the hell else we're doing. Uh- they did Jungle Book, right? Oh yeah, in Jungle Book, which I haven't seen, but I hear it's really good. Um, but I I don't I don't know what to base that off of. I don't know how uh, faithfully a shot by shot type of remake it is. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, I hear I hear the the voice casting is really good, and um, it, it's something I, I probably should see. But but I agree with you, Spree, in that like. Yeah, why why can't we just instead of spending hundreds of millions of dollars to remake a classic movie, just re-release the classic movie? I mean, you'd think the profit margin would be much greater there, right? So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, um, do, do you have any particular thoughts and opinions on on Lion King <laughs> uh, specifically?
0: No, I saw the trailer. I was like. I could just watch the the uh, the original. So I was like, I don't well, maybe when they start showing more, I can make a more informed decision on whether or not I would bother.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's 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 going to be one of those things that where maybe it, maybe it will pass me by. I I don't I don't really know. Um and then the next movies that I have highlighted on my list come out in February. Okay. So I have uh, I have the Lego Movie two, the second part. Yes, the second part. Which you know what those those Lego movies have been diminishing returns. I really enjoyed the Lego Movie the first one. I've only seen the first one. And yeah, so like we saw the uh, the Lego Batman movie, which you know the first twenty minutes of that is probably like. Outside of Batman, the animated series is probably like the best celebration of everything that's cool about Batman. And then it just levels off and becomes a thoroughly mediocre movie that isn't even nearly as good as the Lego movie. Ugh. So it was kind of disappointing for me. But um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Uh, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> um uh, I've got another movie that comes out on February fourteenth of twenty nineteen that I would imagine that we're probably going to spend a minute or two okay. uh, talking about um, uh, *Alita: Battle Angel*. Ah, uh, so uh, uh, the latest uh, Japanese
0: American adaptation.
1: Uh huh. And I figured, as a um, a fan of anime and occasionally manga, you might have opinions. Do you have I, opinions? I've only seen Attila once, and I didn't
0: care for it one way or another. It was just like, oh, it's a thing. Okay. But I'm going to be curious to see what the, uh, the weeb reaction is to this movie. Like, Are they going to have the same reaction to their, to this that they had with Ghost in the Shell and the whole, uh, you need a Japanese woman to play these characters, or blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I, I a good chunk of these characters in this movie, they look pretty white. Or non-Japanese.
1: Yeah, and uh, the uh, uh, the primary actress is uh, Rosa Salazar, which sounds not Japanese to me, but not white either. Well,
0: they CGI her to have anime eyes, and that just looks fucked up. It 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 does not look good. It's pretty terrifying looking, but like I mean, it, it yeah, those anime eyes they only work in cartoon format, yeah, or but, comic format.
1: Yeah. It's um and you know, Robert Rodriguez as a as a uh, director is really hit and miss. Um so Well
0: you got Cameron doing the screenplay, it looks like.
1: Well he's uh or he's, he's, he's involved a pro- in it. he's a producer. Okay. Yeah, so I think what happened was like this was a project that James Cameron and Robert Rodriguez were going to do together um way back in the day, and then uh Cameron decided he wanted to make Avatar movies and so he still kind of retains producer credit on it. Okay. Yeah, I mean cuz like th- this was something that that's been in development for I want to say the better part of a decade. Um and I think since it's coming out in February, it's just going to come and go and nobody's going to care about it. But, um
0: it uh, Yeah, I didn't see as much uh when it was announced. I don't recall there being much backlash to it like there was for the uh Netflix adaptation of Death Note or the apparently upcoming
1: live a- adaptation of Cowboy Bebop. Oh my God. I don't even know where to start unpacking that, too, because it's like, I don't know. I mean, I, so I, I like Cowboy Bebop okay. Meaning, like, and again, I'm not a huge anime guy, but I know what it is. I like what I've seen. I have not watched the series all the way through, but there's, there's the heretic in me where I'm like, you know what? There's a version of this that could kind of work. Cause,
0: you know, I mean, well, considering we th- we only got an announcement of it. I don't think they even have a cast yet. Right?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's. So I I I my first response isn't to specifically hate it on its face like a lot of the internet has because again the the characters are are pretty compelling I mean like Spike Spiegel is a is a is a pretty cool character oh
0: absolutely and and,
1: and to you know see if you can get the right guy to bring that to life I I can hang with that you know it all depends and, and upon- if Valentine doesn't have her high highs I, I I'm out yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, so, you know, more, more to, uh, more on that as we go. Um, uh, let me see. Um, why did I highlight this? Oh, in, in March, there's a movie called Chaos Walking. Oh, I, I, um, I, highlighted this because it's uh directed by Doug Lyman who did uh, like a uh, couple of them born movies and uh, edge of tomorrow which i really liked another uh, tom cruise flick but it's um oh let me see uh, da, 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 uh, big scream sci-fi version of a sci-fi novel about a young man living in a colony on another planet who believes all women have been killed by a virus until he meets a mysterious girl who may hold the key to the planet's secrets, uh, starring uh, Tom Holland and Daisy Ridley and Mods McKelson and Yeah, I just I saw this, I'm like, what is this? That that's probably gonna be one of these weird what is this type of thing. I haven't seen a trailer, I don't know anything about it, but seems rad. Kind of seems up my alley. Um, Do you have Dumbo on your list? Because that's coming
0: out in March as well.
1: Yes, but uh, so yeah, so Dumbo comes out March twenty ninth. But I think a movie we need to talk about before that is coming out on March eighth. From oh, but I, I totally skipped over that. Yeah, you did. I don't <laughs> know if that was on purpose or because because you know we this uh um we're talking about captain marvel obviously but it's uh, i remember like this this firestorm of tweets and posts between like you me and dave back in like i don't know september or something i think maybe i was like on vacation you're gonna have or to something. refresh me because i don't remember that i don't remember all of it either but i just remember it's like suddenly everybody had opinions and the inter- oh it was
0: over uh what's her face uh having a just kind of like a blank stare
1: oh yeah and and for the life of me i don't remember where you stood on it it seemed like you were you were kind of
0: i might have been joking around
1: yeah see and i and i honestly don't remember well enough to to stay safe for certain but But you know what happened (laughs) yeah it was it was something to where it's like i mean because i i'm i'm pro captain marvel because i'm pro marvel Okay. I mean I mean it's it's well documented on anything I've ever recorded that I'm I'm in for all this nonsense. Um there's a segment of uh comics fandom that really does not like the Carol Danvers Captain Marvel character for reasons that from certain point of views might be valid but
0: I I, I I'm aware of these uh, criticisms and some of them are like yeah what what are you guys doing? This is why you're driving away fans. Like,
1: yeah, and there's a lot of there, and see, and and there, there is stuff to be said on that. So I don't want to reject that entire notion out of hand. But
0: that'd probably be better suited for, to tie in with a episode of Mar- Captain Marvel herself.
1: Yeah, and you know, and and who knows? Maybe we'll end up going back and talking about it, um, at least tangentially. But but I. I think I think the movie looks cool. And I think a lot of the things that I think on that certain part of the fandom that that are pissed about it, I actually kind of like okay. I'm like, I'm like, that's I can hang with that. Oh, I one, one of my scalding hot takes from like, I think like when I saw the trailer, it took me a second. I had to think about this was that, ah, leave it to Marvel Disney to make a better Wonder Woman movie than Wonder Woman. You're going to have to explain that because I don't know where you're coming from. Okay, there. where where I'm coming from is like, I feel like part of Wonder Woman's uh, success is that because of what it is and who it's about. Okay. Uh, we We've talked about this a lot at length where like it's well, you know, it's you a know, female superhero, so therefore we have to support it. Who cares that that, that that all of the wheels fall off in that entire third act and the whole movie's kind of ropey? It doesn't matter because it's important to this right, segment right. of the fandom. So, that, that's all fine and good. My my point is this looks like a better version of that, where it's like, because uh, my, my thing with Wonder Woman is like, I understand why people why it's important to them. I just wish they would have gotten a better movie. I think that ca- Captain Marvel is that better movie. It just okay. it looks it looks like a better story, better told. I I don't know. I just kind of got meh over that. Sure. Well, and, and and the thing is, is that it it looks like every other Marvel movie.
0: I think that's where what where, where I got my opinion on it was just like yeah we've seen this before we've seen uh yep sequel prequels like uh captain America uh, yep. first Avenger or whatnot
1: yeah so it it's it's not going to uh in my opinion win people over to the marvel way you know you're you're either in or you're not I happen to be in um but i'm I'm not gonna advocate and say like well you know you need to watch this movie blah 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 I don't know. I just um, I i do think the character is kind of cool. I think this version of the character is pretty cool, um, but I can still acknowledge where, um, again, that that other arm of the fandom is coming from in terms of what Marvel is specifically trying to do in terms of positioning the character and what they want to do. It's like, no, we're we're going to shove this character down your throat, whether you want it or not. And again, I I don't read a whole lot of Marvel comics anymore. But that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm repelled by the notion of a Captain Marvel movie, because I think it's a version of the character that can sustain, you know, her her own narrative as much as any other Marvel character that we've seen. Like, you know, like like, um, you know, like Black Panther or Doctor Strange or Ant-Man or something. I mean, I, I think I think she sits in that canon. OK, I don't think she sits in the same canon as, say, like Iron Man, Captain America and Thor. Um so people can fight me on that, but that's that's kind of where where I side with that other side of the fandom, where it's like, quit trying to make it happen. It's not going to happen, but it's still like, but it still has, it's still okay for it to exist, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I gotcha. So, um, but yeah, so uh, so you mentioned it earlier, uh, uh, Dumbo. Uh, this this again fucking and and the thing the thing that that's screwy about this and like I was just watching a trailer for this not too long ago it opens up and it says from the imagination of Tim Burton bullshit it's from the imagination of Walt fucking Disney what are you talking about Anyway. Well,
0: remember when Tim a Tim Burton movie would get all co- sorts of excitement
1: yeah like what happened Tim Burton happened you know it's like I I I am I am Tim Burton indifferent. Like, you know, I, I like Beetlejuice. I like the Tim Burton Batman stuff. I like Nightmare Be- Before Christmas. Um, But I I am not what I would say. Oh, and Edward Scissorhands is pretty cool, too. I, I need to watch that again. Christmas is coming. Um, Vincent Price is great in that. And I think his last role. I don't mean to tangent us. I'm just daydreaming about wanting to watch Edward Scissorhands all of a sudden. But... I, I am not a either a Tim Burton fan, an acolyte, or apologist. I am just I, eh. So if you if you if you tell me that it's a quote unquote Tim Burton movie, that does nothing for me in terms I, of like encouraging me to watch something. Just,
0: at least when I was younger, it seemed like a movie from Tim Burton, it, it was like, oh, this could be this could be good.
1: Sure. But now it's like, oh, It's probably going to be really weird and make no sense. Yeah, and needlessly weird. And it looks like this Dumbo movie has shades of that. Well, it's got kids, human characters in this that are a part of the main story. And it's like, well, what are you doing? What happened to the mouse? Yeah, and I wonder... Now, it's interesting. Now, let's talk about this for a sec, because... um, unlike the Lion King that we just talked about this does not appear to be a shot for shot remake this appears to be like a reinterpretation slash retelling slash reboot I guess you would call it i I don't know what else to call it but it's I don't know I I'm not sure where to where to go with that because well, neither way it was just I that trailer just put me off, and I, don't,
0: yeah. I can't quite put my finger on why. Like maybe it's just like the fact that they're having hum- main, human characters be part of the main cast, or yeah. instead of you know talking to animals like in the movie. Or maybe it's just the fact that when I, when I was a kid, like Dumbo was my absolute favorite Disney cartoon. So maybe there's that plays a factor into it.
1: Oh, get out of here! I didn't know that.
0: Oh, when I was really long, no, young, no. like this was bef- and it was before. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas came out. Oh god! Gotcha. Well, even though technically that was a uh, wasn't a released under the Disney banner, but still,
1: right? It's yeah, uh, you can't let really it get that out. Um, but but anyway, yeah, no, and 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 Dumbo's a sweet movie. I mean, it's it, it's, it There's nothing wrong with it, but I don't. Under- well, there's something wrong with it depending on who you talk to. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Well, but. And, and that's the thing. I, I don't I don't need it told through the Tim Burton kaleidoscope. I don't see why this particular story needs Tim Burton weirdness. And I don't understand why this needs um, it looks like in, in in one of the trailers that we're like really trying to say something a- at a time where, you know, uh, you know, the circus is a thing of the past and why are we trying to present that the circus is not great i don't i i, I don't i don't understand what the purpose of trying i mean i mean because like I, I i don't remember exactly how it's portrayed but it's you know like in terms of like you know how the the treatment of the elephants is and like you know and it's in like, the original or? No, no, in oh, the, the in, in the trailers for this remake, oh, okay. and it's like you know we're you know really trying to show these these uh, elephants being mistreated, well, and and it's well, that's the other thing if you if you think about the original
0: movie, uh, it doesn't really paint the circus that well. No, no. So I mean, it's not. It's like, I guess what I'm saying is like it's not par the or it's
1: not off course. Oh, I see what you're saying. It, it's it's consistent with with. For the, the most part yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I get you but like I, there's
0: there's a basis to it
1: I have no desire to watch this neither do I so I but it's but what's what 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 we're going to um and again I I don't know how to say all this in context but like be, between like okay so like from Disney on March eighth you get Captain Marvel um a couple weeks later then you get Dumbo then um in May you get. Um, Avengers, then you get Aladdin and then you get Lion King and it's, oh no. And you get a fucking Toy Story four thrown in there for, for good measure. There's Disney really is competing with themselves. It's so weird. I, I really don't understand that. So, um, but yeah, so let let's. I mean, I mean, we'll we'll shift shift topics for just a uh, just a quick second. I want I wanted to briefly mention uh, the. Uh, I believe this is the only offering from from uh, DC uh, coming out in twenty nineteen. I could be mistaken, but uh, but uh, Shazam, Shazam with an exclamation point. Ex- and you know what? If it didn't have an exclamation point, I'd be like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I uh, so again. Uh, the dislike of the DC extended universe, uh, you know, sans wonder woman is very well documented. Um, I'm excited for this movie. I'm going to watch it because I, I, it, it, it looks like they're getting the tone for the character, right? Because basically what all, all, all Shazam, captain Marvel in, you know, for the, the DC canon, Yes. We'll have two movies with a character called captain Marvel out there. Um, we can't get into that now because it's all like, you know, rights and copyrights and all that stuff. But but basically it, it knows that this character is just a big doofy ripoff of Superman. And instead of like trying to make it grimdark, they lean the other direction into it. And I I like Zachary Levi. Um, I I thought uh, Chuck was a funny show. He's been funny in other stuff. I'm okay with this and I don't I don't know if that makes me a contrarian or not but I'm looking I'm just looking forward to a DC movie that knows what it is and just kind of wants to keep it light and have some fun. I don't know. Do do you have any thoughts on Shazam? <laughs> Not really, no. <laughs> okay, very good. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I've said my piece on that. I just, I just, I, it looks fun. I, I like that it's, you know, it's a course correction. It looks like a response to some of the other stuff they've done. I do kind of hate that it's stuck in this same murky Zack Snyder verse that that all of these other movies are stuck in. It's going to be
0: interesting to see how they tie all that in together with the ne- next uh, Justice League movie. <laughs>
1: Yeah, like but how are they the, going
0: to fit Shazam into uh, like, all the grim dark?
1: Like there's going to be another I mean, Justice League. Are you going to have him League and li-
0: Batman next to each yeah, other? So yeah. it's going to be like
1: how are you going to pull that off? You think there's going to be another Justice League movie? Come on. I mean, maybe in our lifetime, sure, but I I don't know, man. I mean, cuz I mean, I mean basically with the with the DC extended universe stuff, basically Warner's has said you know what? We're kind of done building a universe. We kind of suck at it, so we're just gonna do what we were supposed to do to begin with, and just concentrate on making good movies. So, I mean, I, I think I think if I'm not mistaken, maybe this uh, Shazam is probably going to be the last of kind of. Well, no, and and you well, guys still got Wonder Woman. Yeah, is that? I didn't. And, and are they still doing that Batman movie? Who knows? I know that it's not on my list of movies coming in 2019, and I believe that Wonder Woman 84 is also in 2020. I didn't see it on my list, so um, yeah. I mean, because yeah, I mean, the, I mean, DC has announced other movies like that, like they're doing a uh, Birds of Prey movie, which you know is—I don't want to get into that—but basically, it's another Harley Quinn movie. That's that's. I don't want to get into it. Um, uh, let's see, but but keeping it within the realm of uh, um, comic book movies, how uh, how do you feel about Hellboy?
0: Yeah, eh. i I I like the the, uh, the ones we got okay enough. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if they're on TV, it's like yeah, I'll watch that.
1: Yeah, I mean they're fun. I I you know Ron Perlman's pretty good in the role. Too bad they're not bringing him back. Why why are we getting why why remake why remake? I, I don't know why, why, but it comes out on April 12th. I thought this was going to be like like a straight-to-Netflix thing. I didn't realize it was going to be like a theatrical release. Um. So, yeah, so I guess that, that brings us to May and the untitled Avengers sequel. That yeah, com- probably the big one of that uh, summer. Yeah, and I do like that they're putting it out in May as opposed to like the middle of April, like when they put out Infinity War. I mean, because, yeah, it was weird. It was like by the time we got to the summer, it was like, oh, we— I've seen the big giant tentpole movie already. That's weird. Um, yeah, back w- back when school was still in. That's weird. Um, yeah, I I I don't know what else to say about the the Infinity War sequel. Uh, for well, we now. know
0: Spider Man's gonna live or come back. Yeah.
1: Well, it, I mean, I I've lost track of who has sequels announced. Because as far as I I'm know, I'm pretty I, sure
0: Black Panther's got one.
1: Yeah, I mean, I thought everybody had sequels announced. <laughs> um, I mean, I mean, we know that this is, you know, uh, uh, supposedly. Well,
0: there there is a Guardians of Galaxy three coming. Maybe. Oh, that's right. Batista's thrown a fit.
1: Yeah, I mean, so it's currently on hiatus. It it and it's off the schedule, as far as I understand. Oh, so okay. so well, I'm out of loop on that. Yeah, you know, I I don't have the Marvel grid in front of me, but but yeah, I mean, it's like we were talking about earlier. It's like depending upon the choices that that are made in the sequel will determine how strong Infinity War is. Um we might be looking at a Matrix Reloaded situation here. You know, I I don't know. I don't know. Um so but it's it's strangely odd and I think maybe this ties into some of the stuff we were we were saying about Captain Marvel. Is that like, you know, I'm all in for this Marvel stuff, but here's the thing. Also, with that is that I think I've also outgrown the perspective of "Holy shit, it's a Marvel movie! It's going to happen!" Oh my god, they got Spider-Man! Well, yeah, it when just, you have like doesn't... four,
0: three or four years, that 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 excitement kind of wears out. Yeah,
1: I like them. I I will watch them. I watch all of these in the theaters. Um, but, I, I mean, even well, for something called, you know, The Infinity War Part 2, the, uh, the, the hair on my arm isn't standing up well, or anything it, like that. It's like
0: what WWE's done with some certain match types. Oh, sure, yeah. Where they used to be a rarity, like Hell in a Cell. Uh-huh. It was only reserved... Or a great once in a while when there was a serious feud. Now it's a yearly pay per view. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's October. It's that time. It's time for a Hell in a Cell match. It's like, you do it too much. You take away the mystique of it all.
1: Are you, um, I, I forget because I, I think I, I have friends of various ages. And oh, I, I know what you're going to talk about. I don't remember where you fit demographically. How, where do you stand on, on Pokemon?
0: I got no shits to give now. Got no shits to give when it got big in whatever okay. gear it was. Okay.
1: So so it was a little past you then?
0: No, God. no, no. My, my I mean, friends, uh, like, back in junior high, uh-huh. when the, the Game Boy games came out, we were yeah. super into it. And I was just like, this is fucking
1: stupid. Okay. All right. Well, because, I mean, it, th- it, it... And like I had some cousins that were into the card game. Oh, okay. Because, like, our, uh, our buddy Dave it has like some serious Pokemon nostalgia. So it's like, okay. I, I can't, I, because I, I mean, I, I have, I have no nostalgia or like of, or anything having, I, I know what it is as a property. And I understand that people are, are down with it. Um, but the, the, the weirdest movie that I never thought I would ever need or want. Here's secret confession. I might go watch this Detective Pikachu movie. It looks kind of neat. Yeah, I don't know how to feel about that because it's like, why? Why? Yeah, just why? Oh, there's a, there's there's a lot of why question mark exclamation point. But I watched that trailer a couple times. I'm like, but but this this looks okay. Oh, I I saw a, it looks kind of neat. I saw a
0: fan edit of the that trailer that yeah. got me laughing really good. <laughs> Instead of uh, Ryan Reynolds voicing. Uh, Pikachu, it was Alex Jones.
1: <laughs> it's, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh my god, I, I gotta find that, and and maybe I will I will share that.
0: Whoever you are, you know how to use this. I'm animated.
1: I'm a throwback.
0: I'm here. I'm an explorer. I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. Did you just talk? Do you understand that? Uh, you can hear him, right? Mika Peek-a-peek-a. Mika! Yeah. Pika Pika Pika. He's adorable. Destroy the child. Corrupt them all. Who else do you hear him? I like women, not men. And if I like men, I'd be proud of it. Yeah. I'd have a lot of But I ain't ever been in bed with no man. Oh. Um.
1: <laughs> that's funny. But yeah, no. It, it's it's one of those things where I just I can't. I can't wrap my brain around it. It's like, I mean, is is casting Ryan Reynolds as the titular Pikachu? Uh, is that brilliant casting? Is it stunt casting? Well, I, well, speaking of
0: casting, I didn't mean I, to ask you about this. Know.
1: How do you feel about the
0: IT guy from Jurassic, or Fallen Kingdom in this movie? Oh,
1: he's in that movie? Oh, yeah. I I have to watch that trailer again. Well, I'm pretty sure it's the same guy because they, they both have that whole
0: awkward uh oh my god
1: you're right i'm not going to watch this movie
0: <laughs> fuck that guy <laughs> you hate him that you hate that guy that oh, much i hate that guy that much m- 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 wait, I- wait, m- m- more or less than old man willis
1: ooh jury's still out i okay. gotta i got you know what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna watch that trailer again and then render final judgment because okay. because oh yeah that 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 little nerdy kid pissed me off in that movie. Oh my God. It was so bad. And yeah, you're absolutely right. But, and it was so weird because I'm watching that trailer and he's, um, uh, interacting with, uh, uh, Ken Watanabe who is sounding more and more like a cartoon character himself. <laughs> um, yeah, he just has like this weird cadence now where he's like, Oh, Oh, you're greatest Pokemon trainer or something. I'm like, is he, like, doing a... Is somebody doing, like, a shitty Ken Watanabe voice? Oh, my God, Ken is actually in this movie. Oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah, it's... Well, it's.
0: Is he self-aware, like, uh... Oh, what's his name?
1: George Takei? William Shatner? No. Uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna start slinging names of people the, that the might be self-aware. The, the
0: dude with the freckles. He, he was in, uh... Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman.
1: Maybe. Maybe. That's... <laughs> Oh man, uh, do you have anything you want to talk about before uh, John Wick Chapter Three, which comes out on May seventeenth?
0: No, let's talk about talk about John Wick. All right, let's do that. I, I'm a,
1: that's probably one of the uh, few movies I want to go see. Oh my god! All I, I don't think I have seen any uh, photos or stills or anything no, th- other th- than that one of John Wick riding a horse, and I'm just like, that's all I need. Yeah, that's all I need. 'Cause I uh you know, we haven't really you and I, I don't think we've really talked at length about about the John Wick movies. Probably not, no. Um pretty fucking great. Pretty fucking great. Mm-hmm. Um I mean I mean he does have that the the one move that he does over and over, you know, where he like, you know, turns the guys o- over, you know, goes over and caps him in the head and yeah. you know, all that stuff. I mean it's it if he, he doesn't w- just cap them in the head, he once they're down he caps him in the torso just to make sure. Yes. <laughs> and, I, and I love it. But it's one of those things where like if it, it took me like it was maybe like my third watch where I'm like, oh, he's just doing that same move over and over and over. But I don't care because I mean, again, it's it's um, I'm really looking forward to this. I I think it's and and I really liked the way the table was set after the the end of Chapter 2, kind of that that cliffhanger, I mean, had had a real Empire Strikes Back vibe to it. It's like, what are we going to do now? And I like that. And because, yeah. and, I mean, like one of the criticisms of uh, John Wick Chapter 2 is that it does almost too much world building. And I think, I believe at least, that you have to do that much world building to have the impact of taking it all away. Right. Because if you just take it all away and you don't know what it is, it doesn't matter. And I think since we spent so much of that, that second movie really, really establishing the world that now you can see or, you know, you can, you can get excited about how John wick can, uh, function without all of, all of that. So I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm beyond excited. It's probably like, I mean, I didn't do any kind of rankings, but it's probably, you know, towards the top of my list. And it's, and it's coming out in May, so. Oh,
0: I was looking further into May and I just realized three main movies I want to see next year all come out in that month.
1: Yep. So it, it's it's going to be interesting to see what we do podcasting schedule wise. We might just have to lock ourselves in a room for like four hours and just or, do like, Or do what
0: we did with uh, Rampage and uh, Pacific Rim and just do it two, two oh, harder. Yeah,
1: yeah. That could work too. I like that. I love it. We're we're just we're just programming and scheduling right here on the air. It's perfect. Yep. I love it. Um, so yeah. So um, uh, you've you've got a couple things you wanted to talk about in May, right? Do you want to touch on Aladdin at all? Um, I didn't realize that it was directed by Guy Ritchie until I I got my list together. And that that's kind of interesting. I I again, much like I mean, it's it's the same refrain that we were just saying with regards to Dumbo and like, I don't know if I need Guy Ritchie's Aladdin. You know, I don't know if I need Tim Burton's Dumbo. Um, And it's again, it, I think hot take wise that um, this is, this is the one that's going to get lost in the shuffle. Okay. Because I mean, you, it's sandwiched between, you know, Dumbo and Lion King basically. Right. Yeah. So, I don't know. And I, I just like
0: I I I like Will Smith and all, but I just don't know how I feel about somebody that's not named Robin Williams playing Genie.
1: Yeah, and it's who knows? It could be great. It I I don't know. I'm not I'm not so offended that it's like yeah. I, I think that, that uh, the thing that I haven't said about these Disney remakes, and it really kind of um, articulates how I feel about the Disney Star Wars movies like, like Solo, is that it, it doesn't make a bold enough case for its own existence. Again, I didn't dislike Solo when I watched it on the plane, but it's like it's still not saying it's not really stamping its it its feet and saying I have the right to exist. Right. And I think that's what all these all these Disney movies are. It's like, I don't know, um, I, I have no excitement towards it. I, I have no excitement for it, but nor do I have any revulsion. It's like I, I'm not I'm not off put by it specifically yeah. meaning i'm, I'm more off put by dumbo than aladdin quite honestly yeah
0: i was gonna say based on the trailers for all three of those aladdin would probably be the one one that has my in- interest the most oh really well, okay cause, cause, all right well we already said our piece about dumbo and sure Lion king is just like okay I, I could just go watch the cartoon yeah At least Aladdin or the aladdin trailer is like eh, this could be something and we know we're doing something different right
1: so, all right, well, that's so...
0: But they're all teaser trailers, so who the fuck knows? Who the fuck knows? Um, but it... more importantly, the one movie I want to see all next right, year. All right, all right. Must see. Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Absolutely. And we're, and we're... I don't know if it's a rumor or a fact, but supposedly this weekend we're getting a second trailer. Oh, really? Oh, I'm excited about that. Um, Yeah. Yeah, not just Godzilla... King Ghidorah is going to be in it. Mafra's is going to be in it. Rodan is going to be in it. They, and based on that teaser trailer, they all look imposing.
1: Yeah, you know, it, it's I I love doing these kind of uh, shows and kind of you know like uh, uh, touching on those things because the 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 raw enthusiasm uh, coming from you talking about the, uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters reminds me about how I talk about some of these stupid Transformer movies sometimes. Because it's just like, I mean, it's, it's just, it's just, it's palpable and, and I'm excited. You being excited makes me excited because I think before I started doing podcasts with you, I think I was kind of like, I mean, I I like big monsters. I'm kind of more drawn to big robots, but, but. I think doing these shows with you has really kind of stoked that, that fandom in me to where it's like, yeah, I'm I not, so I'm super stoked to watch this, but I'm also super stoked to hear what you think about it and talk about it. So that's, that's kind of my yeah. thing.
0: Uh, not to go off topic. But sure. While we're talking
1: about Godzilla, have you seen Shin Godzilla yet? I haven't. Fix it. Yeah, I know, man. I, um, yeah, I will take that as a challenge. I need, I just need to watch it and, um yeah i just haven't looked for it it's like i'm i'm not even sure where to where to find it but i'll I'll figure it out it's out it's it's been out on blu-ray okay i'll figure it out because yeah i mean i i've i've heard from folks other than you also that just say it's great and that i need to watch it so um so in june yeah so i'll just kind of do this by month and i'll pelt some titles out there in june we've got uh x-men dark phoenix we got the uh, uh men in black spin off uh a, a a yet another remake of shaft and is this the end of june uh, no you I,
0: still got toy story 4 and i
1: got i wanted to flip the page to make sure and and so yeah so i've talked about toy story 4 at at length on uh, my show a couple episodes ago and and you commented actually about um i, I don't know man i i think it's you make a really good point in that, given the track record, that this could be really good, but I'm just afraid that it's going to shit the bed and it's going to taint the legacy. I th- I think this could be Toy well, Story 4 and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull.
0: Well, it could be, but let's remember Toy Story 3 went against the grain of the third being the
1: worst. It's true. And yeah, um, I... I was trepidatious going into Toy Story 3. It's like, you know, because it had been so long. It had been over 10 years or almost 10 years since the second one. What are we doing? And now we have the same thing where it's the same thing. It's almost 10 years. And it's like, I mean, again, I, I can't disagree with your rationale. It's like, if all of those things are consistent, then this could be magnificent right in in a way that you know i i don't know i i'm i think of every movie that that's coming out next summer that's the one that i'm the most nervous about um because i just i just don't want that legacy to be tainted i just i i don't know because i i i'm surprisingly precious about those movies i i really enjoy them Uh, For for a lot of different reasons, you and my younger sister would
0: get along great. She loves that movie, yeah, that that series.
1: Yeah, well, and it's weird because like I, I, they 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 speak to me on like a couple different levels as I've as I've gone into different ages. It's like as I've you know when when I was like a teenager, it spoke to me. When I was in my twenties, it spoke to me. And now that I'm on the other side of forty, it uh it also speaks to me in a way that it didn't like 20 years ago. So it's like all right, I so long story short that that that's the one that makes me very nervous um, um and the thing that i wanted to mention this very briefly we don't know what's going to happen with the 21st century fox disney merger thing um both of the uh fox's x-men movies are back on the schedule Uh, X-Men Dark Phoenix, which was it's it's like the fourth one in like the X-Men First Class Days of Future Past um, Apocalypse. And now X-Men Dark Phoenix is supposed to kind of like round it out. Um, So it's 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 in that sequel series. Um, And this is going to be the last time we're going to see these actors as these characters. But I I don't think they've released a trailer. I Um, I haven't been
0: paying it. I haven't been following X-Men so I don't know.
1: Well, and and this this is a movie that was supposed to come out like last year. Oh. Or maybe it was this year. I Yeah, I think maybe it was like November of this year and it's been moved to June of next year. And that's I don't know about all that. Um well, I got one movie I want to talk about in oh, June.
0: Oh, yes. Uh earlier when I teased a horror classic in you reap the remake treatment mm-hmm. uh June 21st Child's Play is coming back. I'm intrigued. Okay, because like I, I'm not a big fan of Chucky, but I do have a, I do have a, a little bit of a soft spot for Chucky. Sure, he's like, like it's something different than all the other uh, giant imposing sl- serial killers. Yeah,
1: well, and and it's all Brad Dourif's voice work that too. I that's mean, too. It, that's I mean that that is that character, and it makes I, it.
0: I, and I don't think they've announced yet who is voicing Chucky. Oh. So that that could be a surprise. Ooh, ooh, ooh! Color me nervous. Um, yeah, but also it's from Orion Pictures, so I'm just that just brings out nostalgia berries.
1: Yeah, and and I don't know at what point like Orion Pictures became a thing again because like they they've started to put out like very slowly like a couple few kind of like very small yeah for some reason
0: for whatever reason MGM brought them back and
1: yeah it's. Again, but I'm with you. I mean, it's like you know the nostalgia there. It's like you know, it, I I haven't seen a movie with the, the that's currently released by Ryan Pictures, but I bet you the first time I do, I, I'm gonna get that nostalgia tingle for sure. Um. Okay. So in July, Jesus Christ, there there's a bunch of stuff. Um. Well, actually, no, maybe a half dozen things. So, um, well, there's one movie in there I want to watch. Um. Is is it Spider-Man Far From Home? No. Uh, is it the untitled Annabelle sequel? No. <laughs> well, it sure as shit ain't The Lion King. So so it would have to be, what, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the Tarantino movie? Yes. Yeah, that looks... I, I haven't seen anything from it, but I was about to say, it like, that looks fucking rad. And it's like, all I've seen is a picture of Leonardo DiCaprio in a butterscotch... Uh, um, um, uh, uh, crew neck shirt thing. Yeah, and
0: I I generally overall enjoy Quentin Tarantino movies, so I was like, yeah. oh, a new Quentin Tarantino movie. I'm going to
1: have to check this out. Yeah. Yeah, I I'm excited. Um and and I think we've talked a lot about Tarantino before, too. I think like he's he's best when he's doing these these period type pieces but I like that he's doing something a little more contemporary and kind of moving out of the West, you know, between, between doing Django and hateful eight. I think, I think he said all he needs to say about the West. Um, Cause yeah, that I don't, uh, maybe a different conversation for a different day, but I, I, I thought it was kind of weird that, that, you know, he goes from Django to hateful eight, you know, that, that it's, you know, it's like, do something a little different. Um, I mean, they're obviously very different movies, yeah. but, but the setting, or at least time period-wise, is similar enough where it's like... Anyway, I, I like uh, that that it's... I think if people are expecting this to be kind of like a straightforward uh, telling of the Manson story, I think people are in for a awakening because it's... I don't know what Tarantino is going to do, but I think he's going to do something Tarantino-esque. And yeah, I don't even I'm, know what that means, but but I'm in, I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm going to be curious to see if
0: I could get my dad to go see it because uh during the Manson murders, he was living in, in California in that general area. Oh, wow. So it, it, and, I, and I remember he wasn't too fond of uh Rob Zombie's first movie, uh, House of 1000 Corpses, because it got a a Manson vibe in it. Yeah. It's it just kind of like I, I was the I was in that er- the- I was living in that area when it happened so it's kind of like ooh so it would like, oh, be interesting
1: it it would be interesting and and any time you can do like a a theater going experience with dad that's that's always cool yeah you know if if you can pull that off but but I don't know based on what what I was just speculating about uh, he might need to be geared up for disappointment, because I, cause I, I'm thinking, and I guess maybe I'm not being as clear as I would like. I think he's gonna kind of take some inglorious bastards esque turns with things. Yeah, I, I think he's gonna mess around with with history. Of oh, them. probably. Um, maybe up to like. You know Manson wins or something like that. I I don't I don't know. That would be something Rob would do. I think. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's I, I fair. think he was
0: trying to do a, a Manson movie or maybe he's still in the works of that. Anyway.
1: Yeah. Um. So so we move on to August and there's there's a couple there's a couple goofy movie actually literally a couple. Um. Okay. So the other X Men movie that was off delayed. Uh. The New Mutants which is not a sequel to any of the other X-Men movies. The only reason why I want to mention this is because it was supposed to come out um, in April of last year. This is the one that that's been delayed by like a year and a half. So it's done. It's done. And it's, and it was done when they shelved it. Um, And, I was really intrigued about it because instead of being kind of like a straightforward X-Men movie, it was being kind of sold as kind of like a a spooky asylum horror movie just using these characters, which I think I think is a really cool take. I remember being so intrigued about it and I went back and, and saw some of my old episodes and I saw when I was talking about it when the trailer came out and I'm like, wait a minute, that movie never came out. And and yeah it just disappeared and and now it's back on the uh so I don't know if if we're doing like a let's prepare for Disney's inevitable uh takeover of of Fox or I don't know. Uh there was even speculation that both of these movies were just going to get shelved and we were never going to see them, which is I don't think that was ever going to be a thing. I mean, do do you think the mouse in all of its power would actually just take like a fully completed movie and just throw it away. Uh, I don't think so. I don't know if they have a history of doing that. I, yeah. I mean, there, there's nothing to suggest that, but, um, the, the other one I wanted to touch on very briefly is, <laughs> I can't even say this with a straight face, but, uh, Hobbs and Shaw, do you know what this is? No. Okay. It, oh, it, I'm looking at the it,
0: it, synopsis. Okay. It,
1: it stars Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Jason Statham. This is the Fast and Furious spin off movie. And um uh I I I like those last like three or four of those movies because they're they're bonkers. The Rock is great in it. Jason Statham is pretty great in it. So if you give me those two great characters and take them away from like Vin Diesel and Tyrese and all these other knuckleheads I couldn't care less about. This is a movie I'm really excited about. Okay. Because I mean, you think about it, I mean, I I don't know if I've seen aside from again the 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 Fast and Furious movies where it's uh The Rock and Jason Statham in a movie together, I could live with that. It's I mean the the there there's there there is a chemistry between how they play off of them that shouldn't work but it really kind of does i'm probably overselling it because i mean again it's going to be a movie that's out in august it's not a huge summer blockbuster it's not fast and furious part nine but you know what they should
0: have in this movie just because it'd be funny ah a giant gorilla and a giant shark
1: fuck yes (laughs) fuck yes (laughs) i love that that that's oh yeah making making it rain for that no I think that's I think that's that's awesome, uh they're they're doing another version of the Grudge which I could that, that was like uh give a shit about that was June, oh, oh my mine says August sixteenth sorry oh, well
0: wi- I'm looking at Wikipedia so I don't know
1: yours would be more current I think because I have this yeah. age old uh um I well,
0: August sixteenth does has a movie that I'm. Curious, yes. Uh, Playmobil the movie. What is that? Well, you, you know the the toys. Yeah. Apparently, they're making a movie about it. Or I don't. I don't know what what it is. <laughs> but it's just I had a a good amount of old West Playmobil sets. Yeah. I was like,
1: yeah. That, I am very curious. What What in the world? Well, and they had that that very. Uh, uh, Scandinavian kind of uh, IKEA instruction figure type aesthetic to them. I I had a bunch of Playmobil uh, figures also because like they they were um, kind of like larger scale Lego things. They they weren't quite as big as GI Joes, but they were bigger than Lego figures. Yeah, I mean I I could get down on some Playmobil totally. <laughs> I don't know why they need a movie for it. Same reason
0: they need a Lego movie. <laughs> no
1: shit. Fair enough. <laughs> Touche. Um I don't see anything in September worth talking about.
0: I haven't seen it or the the one that came out this year, so I can't say anything about it too.
1: The the people that that love it love it. I haven't seen it. I, I've heard good things about it. It's just yeah. I have not seen it. Same here. So um I, I know there were a lot of folks that were kind of uh disappointed that it turns out it was a chapter one. Type but thing that, movie,
0: that book is so fucking big. Yeah. You cannot do it in one movie.
1: Exactly. So, but and even I then
0: two movies is kind of like, uh, you're going to be cutting stuff. Yeah.
1: So, but I mean, if it, if it does as well as the first one, um, cause I mean, again, all the way back when we were talking about Halloween, you know, it was like, you know, it was, it was a huge, uh, financial success. Yeah. So, um, I, I think this, uh, this, uh, sets a really good precedent. Um, uh, there's a couple movies in October I want to talk about. Um, anything? Anything on there catching your eye? Uh,
0: well, obviously Joker.
1: Yeah. How? Uh, how do you feel
0: about that? I I don't know. But I mean, it, it it doesn't take place within the the DC cinematic universe. Though.
1: No. It yeah. It's it's so uh, supposedly it's an origin movie but it's also disconnected from anything else so it's just this weird standalone so, movie and i just
0: so is it a live action adaptation of the killing joke?
1: Uh, i i don't know i don't know um yeah i i don't know what to make of this i really don't and like i see the the set photos of Joaquin Phoenix as the joker and i'm like okay I mean cuz I mean it's like we're we're almost doing what Cesar Romero by way of Heath Ledger. Mm-hmm. I mean I mean that that's that's the vibe I'm getting and I'm like okay, yeah, that's... especially the hair. And yeah, I just I, I don't know what to make of this. I don't know what this is and apparently it's supposed to be R rated also and I I you know, and I've said this a lot. I I feel I mean hot take, I feel about a joker movie the way i feel about a venom movie i don't need it i don't i don't need a standalone villain movie where the hero which is supposed to be the you know kind of equal opposite number isn't involved i just oh, batman's not involved in this nah Th- yeah that, that is weird yeah so it it's it's just we're just doing joker you know joker origin okay and you and yeah, I don't know. Um, do you have any love for Zombieland?
0: I thought it was funny enough. I just have not seen it since it was in
1: theater. Ah, gotcha. I, I saw it on video maybe like seven years ago, something like that. Um, or did I see
0: it in the theater?
1: I don't even remember where I saw it. Um, are are you so are you excited for Zombieland too? I didn't even know it was coming out. Coming out in October. Uh, there no, you go <laughs> yeah so but apparently the the entire cast is getting back together um so I'm like all right maybe this will be okay um there was a there's this other there's this other weird movie I'll be very brief but it there's this movie called Gemini Man <music> Gemini man it comes out on October 4th. Um, it's directed by Ang Lee. It stars Will Smith, uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, and Clive Olin, all of which I like. Uh, Will Smith starts in this sci-fi thriller with shades of Ryan Johnson's Looper that centers on an assassin looking to exit his career um, as who faces his biggest obstacle, a younger clone of himself. And I'm like, that sounds like something I can get down on. I don't know anything about it other than the title in the the write up i just read but yeah I don't know. uh i that that just seemed neat um the the only other thing in october i wanted to touch on very very briefly is uh the uh the tom hanks mr rogers movie i don't know if i'm going to um have the the masculine fortitude to go watch this movie in the theaters because I don't make it a point of crying in the, in the movie theater. So I don't know. I mean, it just seems like Tom Hanks as Mr. Rogers just kind of seems like, like pretty much cinematic perfection, but, um, uh, actual mileage may vary. Um, uh, was there anything else in October you wanted to touch on?
0: I just want to say it's weird that, uh, Paramount and Nickelodeon are making a movie of, are you afraid of the dark?
1: Oh, um, you don't think that would work? Or? No, I just think it's a,
0: w- a weird choice.
1: Right, well, it's just it's like oh,
0: I remember that when I was a kid. Like, yeah. they're bringing that back, or or maybe they got it. Maybe they revived the television show. I don't know, but it's just kind of yeah, like, that I don't know. That's just kind of as I was going down this,
1: like oh, that's a thing. Well, I mean, I mean, nineties nostalgia is a thing, and and Nick nostalgia is a thing. I don't know anything about it, but I mean, it's like. I mean, well, because I mean, like they 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 cranked out another another one of them fucking uh, goosebumps movies in time for Halloween last year. Oh, so, right, they did. Yeah, I mean, which came and went, and nobody cared. Um, but but yeah, if if you're if you're, you know, putting something out there for the '90s kids around Halloween time, I got no problem with that.
0: Yeah, it was just.
1: Yeah, no, but but it raises an eyebrow, just like some of the other stuff that... Well,
0: speaking of raising eyebrows, November's got one on the first. Take it away. Untitled Terminator 6. Yeah. Because reasons.
1: Yeah, you know, and I don't... Again, I don't know what to make of this. So it's directed by Tim Miller, who did Deadpool... Uh did not return for Deadpool two. Um, creative differences, apparently, from from what the understanding is. So he leaves Deadpool and ends up affixed to this untitled Terminator project. Well,
0: well did you see the uh, promo picture that had Linda Hamilton and two of the other stars that aren't Arnold? I did. It it looked like one of those a knockoff straight to DVD movie. Yeah, picture.
1: it was like, oh, okay. So I let Terminator die. God damn it! I think so. I, I think I think that's what you do. You just you just let it go. Just just yeah. Just um, they,
0: they've they've gotten progressively worse. So it's just like come on.
1: Yeah, I, I just I um I I think it's one of those things where maybe I want to be excited more than I actually am because like you know I, I remember that promo image that that you were just talking about. I remember looking at it. I'm like that looks cool. No, it doesn't. No, I it kind of. It, it, I mean, it's like I'm like arguing with myself, trying to, um, because I I, I think I think I like the idea of Linda Hamilton coming back more than what I'm seeing in. That's another thing. Like, where, where does
0: this fit in the continuity? Who knows? Because in Genesis, whatever,
1: <laughs> Genesis, <laughs> Genesis. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, that, that, that was just a fucking mess. That movie sucks. And obviously it's not in the other timeline where Linda died by time Terminator 3 happened. Right. So it's just, what the fuck are they doing? Yeah. Or they right. just retconning everything.
1: Yeah, and... Um, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, well... <sighs> yeah. What, what else do you see in November?
0: It seems really late to be doing this, but I guess they're doing it. They're having a Sonic the Hedgehog movie.
1: Uh-huh. And last I heard, Jim Carrey is still going to play uh, Dr. Robotnik. And I don't know what we're doing.
0: That that was something I wanted to bring up. I do like that they're calling him Robotnik again and not Eggman. Yeah. I know well, I know Eggman's the actual name in Japan, but okay. it's just a stupid fucking name.
1: <laughs> it is pretty... Robotnik makes way more sense. Yeah, and plus robots. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it, it sounds more threatening, especially since that's what he's doing. He's like, like, isn't it like his thing uh, where he's like... Yeah, he's me- turning the animals into robots. Yeah, yeah, basically mechanizing the, uh, the, but, the adorable but animals. But I just hope Paramount is prepared
0: for all the fan porn that's going to be made of this, because the Sonic the Hedgehog fandom is fucking weird.
1: yeah. Yeah, I I don't know if I even want to flirt with that at this well, point because it's so fucking weird. For everybody
0: listening that doesn't know, uh, there is a section of the Sonic fan base that are total degenerates. It's like what the what it's is wrong so, with you guys?
1: It's so weird.
0: I mean, whatever floats your boat, but Jesus Christ!
1: Yeah, I mean, at least look at like you know hentai or tentacle porn, like normal people or something. <laughs> I don't know, man, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, and, uh, uh, let's see, what else do I want to talk about in, uh, November? Oh yeah. So apparently there's the, the they're doing a third Kingsman movie and they're going to shit that out next year. And it's uh it's supposedly a uh, prequel to, oh. to the other two. And it's like, I don't know how to feel about that. Um, it, it is kind of interesting that, that, um, Oh, I I don't even know how to segue into this. I'm just I'm looking at my last page, and it has it says Star Wars Episode Nine on December twentieth. It's not like, no, no, like the, the
0: right title. The, the title is Star Wars Plan Nine from Outer Space. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, but, and it's going to be competing against Jumanji
1: Two, which you know what? <laughs> call, call me call me uh, call me crazy, but I'm looking forward to that. I. Did you ever see the uh, the, the new one? The no, Jumanji I, no, Volcom- I didn't.
0: I just remember it do, doing surprisingly well yeah. against Star Wars. It's not bad. You might like it. I'll have to check it out sometime.
1: Well, well, because and as we've talked about in other episodes, I uh, you know I was way 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 late to the party on this, but I uh, I I have this huge The Rock fixation now. It's like, I've realized how awesome he is, and I like pretty much everything he's in. And he, in that, in that uh, uh, Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle from last year, he really elevates that project. And everybody's really good in it. Um, even, even Kevin Hart, who I really don't like. He, he's, he's good at what he does. Uh, Jack Black steals the show. Um, and anyway, so... Uh, um, uh, yes. Anyway, where, where I'm going with this is, like, I could deal with more of the same of that. I got I got no problem with this. Now if I mean there there is a shark to be jumped if they try too hard with it. But I don't know, there's um I don't know, it could be okay. Um well there there is one movie that it doesn't
0: have a release date but it's supposed to come out in the fall and it's okay. Rambo 5. Oh. Really? I'm intrigued, but the way you're the same way you're worried about Toy Story four. I'm kind of worried about Rambo five because the way Rambo four ended, it was like that is a perfect ending for Rambo. Like he like after all the years of struggling to yeah uh, the cope with not living outside of the Vietnam War, and he he finally just goes home. Yeah, it's like that that was
1: perfect, and and let it be well, and and. I remember now because like I think this uh this is going to be subtitled Last Blood, right? Yes, yes. It's going to be like Rambo Colin Last Blood. Mm-hmm. So that's that's interesting that you know what the evocation of that title might be. I mean, obviously it's going to be the last one. I wonder if they're they're going to go the Logan route. You know, maybe like, you know,
0: uh but that's just that Rambo 4 was kind of the Logan movie of Rambo. I
1: I agree. Yeah, I, I, I don't have I I don't have an answer. I'm just kinda trying to piece it together and rationalize it because yeah. it, it's a movie that doesn't need to be and might be okay. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll find out, I guess. Yeah. And and so that leaves us with, you know, the ultimate we'll find out I guess is, you know, again, I, I don't I I don't know if I have any gas left in the tank to talk about Star Wars because I don't, I don't, I don't know what to think anymore. I,
0: well, it's just Disney has shit the bed repeatedly since uh, The Last Jedi with uh, the way they've handled the yeah. fan reactions and whatnot. So it's just like, I, I don't even know if I'm going to pay to see this movie. I might just pirate it.
1: Yeah. And, and I believe, I think you've mentioned that previously, if I'm not mistaken.
0: I've definitely so. mentioned that this will be the last. Uh, I'm not going to bother with anything else. Right. But,
1: uh, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, um, and we know now, or me, or at least presumably, that this is not the last one. Yeah. So,
0: so, but, uh, switching Wait. gears to, Something else that's a little more
1: positive. Okay, sure. Yeah. Oh, and that would be a good way to wrap it up.
0: (laughs) Yeah. These are the last things I wanted to mention. Okay. They're not movies that are coming out next year, but they're movies that are celebrating uh, significant milestones. Oh. So in May, Alien is going to be celebrating its 45th anniversary. Okay. And then in October, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is going to be celebrating its 45th. Oh, wow. So two of the greatest horror movies ever are... Celebrating big anniversaries next year, I'm excited.
1: That's really cool. Do you uh, do you know if there's going to be any uh, re-release or anything like that? I, well, I imagine
0: for Alien because they did it for the 30th anniversary. Oh, there's going to be a right. big marketing push of like merch and whatnot.
1: Yeah, you're probably going to get a new box set, probably. Which, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind a uh,
0: theatrical re-release of those two movies. Yeah, because uh, it took a lot of convincing, but. When uh, Alien was celebrating its twenty fifth anniversary, okay. I think when they re released the when they released the director's cut on the in theaters, I it took a lot of convincing, but I got my dad to go take me to go see it.
1: Oh, really? Because he
0: saw it in seventy nine. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and uh, he walked out of that movie like it was just so gross. He just it was oh. so horrifying. Oh wow! Like there's a whole story
1: about that. Sure, sure. Huh. Interesting.
0: It's kind of funny, like, uh, I think my parents were dating at the time when that movie came out, but they, they both went and saw it. <laughs> okay. Because uh, there was a lot of buzz about it, but they had no idea what the movie was about. It was just, yeah. its just you gotta go see this movie. its It was the talk of the town. Hmm. And uh, my parents differ on when they walked out. Okay. My mom says they walked out after uh, the chestburster scene. Sure. And my dad's adamant that they left after uh, Brett got killed. Oh. But- it might have been that my mom left, then my dad left.
1: Yeah, that that's interesting. <laughs>
0: so, so yeah, their experience with that movie. Yeah, it, it took me a lot of convincing to get them to let me rent that that movie. Sure, because it's like they knew what it was, and they weren't gonna they they were iffy about letting nine year old me watch it. <laughs> Oh, I I love that. That's a uh, that's a great story. Well, if we ever do a, uh, if we ever do what we did for Alien, or do what we did for Jurassic Park for Alien, we would do a whole backstory yeah. on that. But I don't know.
1: Maybe. Yeah. I mean. I mean. Yeah. I mean. Because. I mean. I'm sure we'll find all kinds of different stuff to talk about as uh, as the year unfolds. Um, I'll, uh, I'll I'll try not to to pepper in too much Rocky talk in a in, a, in an alien <laughs> retrospective. But um, but man, this has been a lot of fun. Um, uh, where uh, where can folks find you on the internet? Killing Spree.
0: Uh, you can get a hold of me on on Twitter at Late Night Death.
1: Very That's pretty d- much it. Um, anything else you'd like to add in before uh, before we leave? Fuck the predator. <laughs> All right. Uh, that will do it for this week's episode. Thank you for listening. Um, next week, Dave joins us, and the shitlords and friends are reunited. And if you'd like to listen to my past episodes, including all of my college radio shows from my time at KGRG, subscribe on SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, the Stitcher Radio app, Apple Podcasts, and on iTunes, or wherever you download your podcasts. Like, share, rate, and review the show wherever you find it. And if you would like to leave a review on iTunes, five stars, please. I will read your review and give you a shout-out on the air. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Radio, And write into the mailbag, MikeSybertRadio at gmail.com. And until next week, when we return with Dave for Radio, my name is Mike. I'm Killing Spree. And until next time... Make good choices, or bad ones. I never sucked any ding-dongs.